0: Mike? Pete? Uh, so, how about the fact that we're only a few short episodes away from 60? I
1: know, right? So close, yet so far.
0: Well, if we could only bridge the gap, we can maybe get a radio syndication deal? Hey, you're right! Uh-huh. If maybe
1: if we did that, we could reclaim some of our former glory. Well, glory's going a bit far. Okay, how about dignity?
0: I think it's maybe still a little too grandiose. Self-worth? Now you're going in the wrong direction again.
1: Well, we'll at least get the big bucks like the Friends stars, right? Why don't we revisit this topic after you've calmed down a bit? Ooh, hey, it's our guests. I have a crazy idea. Why don't we pretend it's disembodied voice guy answering the door? That is a crazy idea. I like it. Okay, just let me loop this fishing wire around the door handle and...
2: Huh. No one's at the door. Um, I guess it was Disembodied Voice Guy letting us in?
3: Nah, I heard he ditched Mike and Pete's broke ass the second they lost the studio. Shh!
4: Jeez,
5: Matthew, they could be anywhere within earshot. Don't take away their dignity.
2: Uh, is a bit grandiose for them.
5: Okay,
3: whatever.
2: Hey, Mike, Pete, Disembodied Voice Guy? Welcome to
4: the Sacred Cows Tonight recording studio. Mark, (laughs) II,
5: Mike, you do a terrible disembodied voice guy impression.
0: Yeah, come on out, guys. Well, I say I would have had you fooled if I hadn't popped in that throat lozenge.
1: Anyway, how's it going, Tim Lanning, Jennifer Cheek, and Lieutenant Matthew M. Morris? Lieutenant Commander now. Fuck, okay. Uh, Yeah, thanks for dropping in on us to help out with the show. It's great to be
5: here. Thank you for having me. I, I guess. Uh, always
2: happy to help. Right, and uh, thank you for inviting us to your humble root cellar.
3: Yeah, root cellar would smell better. Whatever the smell is, it's only the root of the problem with this place.
2: Haha, <laughs> that droll
1: sense of humor we love so much.
3: Uh, seriously, has anyone ever opened a window down here?
1: <laughs> window, very funny. So
5: guys, what's been new in your lives? Um, I would tell you, but I'm getting worried that this is getting to be a bit
0: too long for an opening gag. We understand. All right then, we'll get right down to the task...
6: <phone rings>
1: Wow, a phone call! Pete, did you pay the phone bill this month? I would have, but my bus pass expired so I couldn't get out to sell plasma. Oh, yikes! Well, lucky us. I guess we slipped through the cracks. Better get it. <clears throat> Good afternoon, Sacred Cows Tonight Industries. Not Peter Mike speaking. They're too important.
7: Pete, how the hell are you?
1: Uh, Pete is fine, probably counting his money on his mega yacht right now. Who shall I say is calling?
7: Now, don't you tell me you don't recognize the voice of old George when you hear it.
1: Fuck! It's
0: George, isn't
1: it? I'm sorry, I've been out of the game too long. Damn it, Pete. Well, I'm sorry, but Skywalker Ranch doesn't show up on the caller ID. We
0: can't even afford caller ID.
5: Wait, 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 guys, are, are you trying to tell me that you have George Lucas, THE George Lucas, on the
1: line right now? I wish I wasn't, but I am.
5: <laughs> I'm in awe. I mean, who who hasn't dreamed of talking to George Lucas at some point in their life? I
1: dream about it all the time. <laughs> Those are called nightmares. Well, I'd
5: sure like to say hi to him as long as you have him on the phone, If that if that's chill.
1: Uh, say, George, I have to catch a private flight to Dubai real quick, but I'm going to put you on the line with one of my associates. Please hold. It's all you, Tim. Sorry.
5: Mr. Lucas, sir? Hi. Uh, You're speaking with Tim, and I'm an associate of Mike and Pete's, and let me just say that I'm really happy to be talking to you right now. You are? Why,
7: do I owe you money or something? What? No, I'm just a huge fan of your work. Ah, so you liked strange magic, did you? Well, thanks, kid. That's real gratifying to hear.
5: What? Again? No, of, of course not strange magic. I mean, Star Wars. I'm talking about Star Wars!
7: And speaking of Star Wars, I've got a great idea how we can really stick it to Disney this time.
5: I'm starting to regret this.
7: See, all we gotta do is get some fresh-faced Hollywood industry insider like you, Pete. I'm Tim. And have you pitch my great idea to Disney. And when they do it, and the American public loves it, You'll get a whole bunch of praise, but then you'll say, actually, it wasn't my idea, but I'll tell you whose idea it was. It was George's idea. And then they'll look like a bunch of monkeys' uncles, by golly, I tell you. What's the idea? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's a Star Wars Marvel crossover. Oh, wow,
5: You're, you're, you're just pitching fan fiction now.
7: A good one, though. All the money and the gravitas of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Star Wars universe together, on one screen, in perfect trillion-dollar harmony.
5: Well, Mr. Lucas, I hate to break this to you, but this idea was already pitched by Patton Oswald, I think, on Parks and Recreation. Uh, I don't know what you have got planned, but his vision is going to be tough to beat.
3: So, how does George keep finding your phone number when you get shut down by a phone company every month? I don't know, the dark
1: side.
2: Well, from the one side of the conversation I'm hearing, I'd say George Lucas was pretty excited to involve you guys in his proposed Star Wars Marvel crossover. And that's why he found your number and called you. That's it! Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what the conversation is about.
0: No, I mean, that's it. We'll do his damn crossover. And when Disney is showering us with money and fame and press conferences, we'll reveal that all the ideas came from George. And there, in the public eye, with that olive branch extended, we will ask George in front of the world to finally leave us in peace. Or, we keep all the money we get and buy a private island with no phones. Eh, we'll do whatever we feel is right in the
1: moment. Several hours later... Alright everybody, so here's what we have so far. Luke's X-Wing and the Avengers space plane both fire a torpedo into the exhaust pipe of Death Star 5, while the Hulk cold cocks a Star Destroyer right into another one. Meanwhile, Rocket Raccoon has to go inside R2-D2 to get the deed to the Millennium Falcon. I forget why that's important, but but it, but it it is, and Rocket says, I thought he smelled bad on the outside. Then Ray and the Scarlet Witch both use the force to help Daredevil do the ultimate flying kick, which slams Emperor Palpatine into the Tesseract and everything blows up. There's nothing I don't like here. And then the camera does a close-up on Daredevil? And it's Ben Affleck. Okay, there's
0: one thing I don't like
6: here.
5: Well, Mr. Lucas G, look at the time! Um, I don't think I could talk to you for another second. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll tell Mike and Pete about your idea when they get back from Grand Cayman? Yes, yes, yes. Dubai, oh my, silly, my bad, sorry. Uh, I forgot they were in Dubai, obviously. Well, see you later, Uh, may the force be with you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir, I understand if you can't say it back. Well, if you kill me right now, that'd be just fine.
3: Ugh, sorry. If it makes you feel any better, you don't have to explain George's harebrained scheme to us because we already know it, and Mike and Pete have come up with an equally harebrained scheme for a Star Wars Marvel crossover.
1: Yeah, complete with Ben Affleck reprising his role as Daredevil. We did not agree to that! You're going with
5: Ben Affleck Daredevil?
1: (laughs) Yes! Don't you
5: see? If you throw that in, it doesn't matter how good the movie is. It'll be mercilessly panned. And then, while the dregs of the internet claim you destroyed their childhood, you reveal that it was George's idea. He'll be ruined forever.
2: (laughs) He'll be so ashamed that he'll go into hiding. He will never be seen or heard from again. Oh, he's flipped. Uh, He gets like this a couple times a week.
1: I mean, Mike, it does sound like Ben Affleck as Daredevil does get us what we want.
0: Forgive me, world, for what I am about to do.
1: Ooh, and why don't we get Ang Lee to direct it? That does it.
4: It's Sacred Cows Tonight, with your hosts, Mike and Pete, featuring Disembodied Voice Guy. With special guests, Matthew Morris, Tim Lanning, and Jennifer Cheek. Featuring the Sacred Cows Tonight
0: band. And now welcome, your hosts, Mike and Pete. Welcome to the Sacred Cows Tonight podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Pete. And with us we have Matthew Morris. Hey. Jennifer Cheek. Hi, everyone. And Tim
5: Lanning. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. It is great to be here. Back again. Back, Back again. at it again. Back at it again. Talk of the...
2: Star Wars. Yeah. Woo. Thanks, Thanks,
6: disembodied, disembodied voice guy. guy.
1: Hey, disembodied voice guy.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I'm here totally.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, that wasn't disembodied voice guy. That was just Mike. Oh, he's not around anymore. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, we, we're we're old hat at this. It's so just you know force a habit at this point. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, doubt, yeah. no doubt, no yeah. doubt. It'd feel
5: wrong if we didn't say thanks to him. Yeah, it I think yeah.
2: he. I, I worry what he would do if we didn't say thank you. I think he knows if he was still exist. I doubt it.
1: I thank him before every meal and before going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> thank him for not shanking you. He's my new god. We've been playing a lot of Call of Duty together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, see any good?
1: He can work the buttons better than I am.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty good at the new Call of Duty.
0: I suppose not having corporeal form would be, you know, an advantage, you know, with controllers and things. He's just in the internet. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. he's just like laser eye. Well, I guess he doesn't have eyes. Listen, I don't know how this Liz- works. Laser focus. I don't know what video games are or how they work. Yeah. He's
1: kind of like Ultron.
0: I don't know. He's just in it. He just did it. All right, let's let's stop talking about him or we might invoke his wrath. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to Sacred Cows Tonight. Safe bet. We're here to talk about the twenty nineteen, but just barely movie Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. To start out with, let's talk to our guests about who they are, where they come from, and uh what they're here mm. to promote, and if they have anything else they'd like to tell us. So let's start with uh Matthew. Hello. Matthew, uh what do you got for us today?
3: Uh, well, here I am, uh, sitting in my in my house. Uh, I am uh I'm 33 years old. I'm <laughs> living in uh the the greater DC area. Uh, this is my uh however manyth time doing uh sacred cows uh in one iteration or <laughs> one iteration <laughs> <Really>? or another. <laughs> um, and I'm still doing all of the same things I was doing previously. Which I think was the Force Awakens. I th- was might have been the last time I had to have been on since. Then. I don't
1: know. No, you were. It's not on, Star Wars one. I was on. You were on uh, mm. Hook. Is that the most recent? Yeah, yeah. That that wouldn't be the most recent. That was like four years ago.
2: Oh my goodness! I don't know <laughs> what is time.
1: <laughs> what is time? Jennifer and I were on the Matrix episode.
2: Yes, we were. It was,
3: I was on the I was on the unaired Zim episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Mm,
1: there we go.
5: Was I on another Star Wars?
2: I we can't were. Remember. We yeah. were. C- Adam and Ray were on.
1: Solo. The last one. That was Last Jedi. Yeah. Okay. Oh.
2: Not Solo. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. Sacred Cow Solo was so low you couldn't hear it.
0: Oh. Sorry. Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, this is our Maybe. third Sacred Cows appearance.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jennifer and I, well, we're married.
5: We live in Boston. That's true. Excuse me, Malden.
2: Um, <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Jennifer and I
5: are currently watching Mr. Robot and yes. uh, We just finished The Expanse. I love
2: oh. Oh, it's so
7: good.
5: We are both on um, uh, a little show called Dear Internet. It's an internet advice show that mm-hmm. it, it is sort of birthed out of um, the fact that there's been internet advice for so long now. Now it's like its its own brand.
2: It's also birthed out of the fact that I spend a lot of time reading really weird subreddits and other forums. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how can I make this be a thing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll make a Podcast about it. There you it, go. Uh, so I don't feel bad for the amount of time I'm spending reading about people's terrible lives.
5: Uh, most importantly, Jennifer, Matthew, and I are on the Random Encounters <laughs> yes. Curse of Strahd. Um, That's so true. Uh, 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 cast over on uh, Random Encounter Geekly Inc. Random Encounters. And Jennifer and I are on Geekly Ink's Greetings Adventurers podcast. It's a fifth edition actual play. Dungeons and Dragons podcast, it rules. And then I also do uh, streams during the day over at twitch.tv slash Geekly Every Tuesday, I actually do a, a D&D stream at 2 p.m. So check that out.
2: Tim has got all the plugs. Yeah. You're up to so many things. I'm a content creator.
3: I, I dare say that you can safely assume that most of us will be at GeeklyCon in July That's in true.
1: Columbus, Ohio.
2: 2020, baby. 2020.
1: Oh, yeah, baby. And I will, too. 2020. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a good time if you are. Pete, you got to be there, bro. <laughs> you got to come, man. <laughs> if you're got, interested. In... Got
1: to come GeeklyCon. <laughs> I'll have Ashley stream me in, if nothing
0: else. There you right? go. <laughs> uh,
2: the <laughs> yeah. website, if you're interested in buying tickets for that, it's GeeklyCon.com, right? Yeah. Just go, go check it out. It's a fun time. Yeah, maybe
0: some of us will do a panel or perform on the stage there.
2: Right?
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: I'm going to debut my Babu Frick cast at oh, GeekCon. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called Frick You and
2: Matthew, please. And Babu Freak. <laughs> I would like I would like to be a guest on your cast at some point. I'm going to be your number one fan.
3: Well, you don't, you don't be my fan. Be 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 a, be a, a a Frick freak.
2: I'm a, I'm a I am a freak freak a honestly.
3: Freak freak freak. I'm a freaker. fracking
0: freak freak.
2: <laughs> a freaker.
0: I think we found a new religion, folks. Freddy freaker.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a freak head. All
0: right. Well, with that, I think we're getting a little <laughs> too on subject yet, but uh, now, are, now's yeah. the time. So, before we. Uh, go and spoil the hell out of this movie and dare I say it, we'll probably talk about The Mandalorian a little bit because yeah. how can you not talk about The Mandalorian and Star Wars in general? You really should, yeah. And Jennifer, Tim, I know you guys are on another podcast that you didn't mention.
5: Oh shit, mention. we have a Mandalorian podcast.
2: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> I can't keep track of how many freaking shows it's, we're doing. It's yeah, it's called, called Bounty Buddies. It's called Bounty Buddies, and it's very Bounty Buddies. It's fun and good. It's with our friends uh, Jane Ritt and Pat uh, Edwards.
5: Yeah, uh, and we're going to do a- another uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Maybe Rick I Effective. will
2: watch the movie again before we do that one. Whenever <laughs> so that happens, you we'll can, see. you
5: can see might be good. Like this will be the draft version of like or the raw version. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, these are raw feelings, uncut. <laughs> the oh. other
0: one's going to be a little more subdued.
2: Yeah. So you're going to have to catch them both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because, you know, when we at the end here, we end up deciding if something is sacred. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Bovinus Sanctorum. <laughs> or if it needs to be put out to pasture. Bovinus Oh,
2: <laughs> Very interested to see what folks are thinking about this one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so whatever we decide is the law. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) just how it is. Non-binding. It's the only opinion that matters on the internet. Yeah. Now, before we get into the deep, deep spoilers for these, then let's do the 10,000-foot view, which is just very high plot summary. Uh, If you don't want to hear any spoilers, get out now. Go watch the movie. Come back, and then we'll still be here. If you don't care about spoilers, this is what it is. I argue, don't even watch a trailer for it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Man, that's
5: yeah.
2: probably a good point.
3: <laughs> or play Fortnite, right? Yo, hit 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 me up on Call
5: of Duty. <laughs> I think they actually want you to know the quote unquote returning cast member because it's less ridiculous if you kind of can pr- prepare yourself.
0: I think mm. right. So good point. All right, so who's volunteering for that 10,000-foot view? It's Tim.
1: And does this have spoilers <laughs> or no spoilers? No, the spoilers are fine. Yeah, you're going to tell us the plot of the movie.
0: Yeah, then we can just talk about whatever we want. Oh. Perfect. Okay, yeah, so the,
5: the basic gist is uh, some. T- an unknown amount of time has gone by, and now the, the new fledgling rebellion, you know, since the Republic was destroyed and the Force awakens, uh, and most of their uh, numbers were thinned out in The Last Jedi, now they've kind of regrouped a little bit, and they are hearing... Uh, a uh, the the dead speak. Apparently, Palpatine's back, baby, and he's oh, pissed. <laughs> um, there, the whole point of the movie is to basically find Palpatine and get him. Uh, it turns out there's only uh, two MacGuffin thingies, mm. two crystals to find where he is. It's on Exegol, is a planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so you basically go from uh, Ben Solo, excuse me, Kylo Ren. Uh, acquiring one of those crystals to the the three main characters going on a quest on a chase to get uh, their own way there they go from uh, trying to get a second crystal or trying to get someone that would know about it and they they keep getting uh stopped at every turn they even need to get someone who can um uh, reprogram C-3PO because C-3PO knows where it is, but he can't say it because of uh, a uh, uh, cool little uh, thing where he, uh, C-3PO's um, programming. He's not We're allowed to be s- racist. That's the problem. Yeah. He's not allowed yeah, to, to not speak. be racist. <laughs> <laughs> he can't say uh, Sith words, so then they have to <laughs> go cuss. to a new planet <laughs> and basically hack C-3PO. <laughs> and then from there, it's, it's, hey man, we need to get from here to get, our, uh, um, I guess the is hidden? It's on the, yeah, what, no what, one well, knows
2: where the hell it is or how to get it's, to it.
5: It's never been mapped. Yeah, yeah, it's an unknown space. So they have to find, now that they know that it, it kind of exists or whatever, or what the the prophecy or whatever of the the thing says, now they, they need to try to get there. And that leads them to the Death, Death Star, another moon of Endor, I assume. Uh, and they meet some new friends and then they head, uh, they, they acquire the new one and Rey is able to uh, map it out because she stole Kylo's crystal thingy, mm-hmm. her crystal map. Um, and the, Rey is able to lead the uh, New Rebellion to the um, to Exegol. And then they get in a big fight. And uh, basically the plan is we're going to take out their navigation thing. And the navigation thing is on the planet. And then they find out, oh, crap. They just switched it to other Star Destroyers. So the plan is, hold off these new Star Destroyers, because Palpatine, this uh, piece of work, <laughs> has this
2: whole... He's old-as-hell crusty dude. Old-as-hell guy. He's,
5: he's a marionette.
6: <laughs> yeah, he's, on he's a,
5: looking
2: a, a, pretty rough, a dope, honestly.
5: <laughs> a dope puppet robot arm. Uh, and he gifted the First Order the um, uh, this huge fleet of Star Destroyers, and that's really cool. Uh, so the whole plan is, we need to get to the Exegol... Take out their communications so that the star destroyers, which now have planet busting guns on them, mm. uh, not be—they won't be able to leave the atmosphere because again, Exegol is
0: crazy spooky. <laughs> uh,
5: they are able to get there due to Rey mapping it out, and when they get there, a battle ensues. And due to the power of, I guess, um, the good versus evil friendship, friendship. <laughs> Uh, a whole <laughs> fleet of new ships comes in to save the day. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Ben Solo is good now, and he helps Rey fight off the Emperor, and then Rey, using the power of both her lightsaber and um, uh, Leia's lightsaber, as uh, along with every Jedi uh, speaking to her in a beautiful moment, is able to push back against Palpatine's a lightning force on her and he explodes. And then...
2: He's dead for real
5: oh, this he's time. He's dead for real I'm this
2: sure. time.
1: Until next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then the, the, the day is saved and Star Wars, baby. It's a,
2: <laughs> that's it.
5: It's a picture. Buddy,
2: that's a Star Wars. It's
5: over. Now that's a Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, I glossed over the first, you know, several plot points because they're basically, we have to go here to find things six times.
2: I, I was realizing, like, listening to you say that, I'm like, Mm. <laughs> Got some, some problems here. <laughs> I, when Tim and I went and watched this in the theater, because I'd seen people kind of talking, because we saw it on, like, a Saturday after yeah. it came out. And people were like, it was awful. I hated it. So I was, like, very nervous going <laughs> And I watched it, and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But I knew, I knew, like, if I think about this movie, like. Yeah for, like, a second, it's gonna start to fall apart, and I'm not quite ready to do that, and I'm honestly Just kind don't of... don't think. I've, like, put a plug in it until, like, right now, and yeah. now I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about it. And Disney
1: it, doesn't want you to think about mm. it. No. No. Well, <laughs> they never do. They never do. I,
2: I think one thing that I did see someone say is that J.J. Abrams is very good at making a movie that, like, while you're in it, you're like, this rules. And then, like, the second you leave the theater, it starts to fall apart. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is the man who did Star Trek Into Darkness, which is a garbage I mean, film. that movie like, was bad in yes. the theater. A Yes. Ba- yeah, that was bad in the theater. Lost. Other than Spock looked hot in it. But it's <laughs> yeah. it, very shiny, but falls apart very quickly. Yeah. So I should not be surprised, but uh, I'm ready to be sad about it. Jennifer, not give in
4: to your hate, Jennifer.
2: I had fun
5: but I think that this movie might be like just above the prequels. <laughs> it's like, it's it's basically Return of the Jedi level of like
3: Okay, yeah, yeah. I would say it's very much like Return of the Jedi. I yeah. M- Molly and I started watching the prequels again. The the writing is absolute hot garbage. Okay, it's not the prequels. It's way better yeah, than the Yeah,
2: like at least it was and fun but the
3: story but the story is very coherent yes yeah, almost too coherent <laughs> even though the writing is the, the writing of the dialogue is just god awful yeah. yeah
2: it's very bad
3: uh, of the prequels you're saying
0: yes it's almost like George Lucas consulted with people on like the the outline and then not again in the prequels Col- collaboration <laughs>
5: But, you know, I, I think this is a movie that I didn't – if I don't think about it, I like it because a lot of fun things happen. There's a lot of great set pieces. It's very pretty. It's very funny. I like to yes. see Finn, Poe, and Ray. Oh, my God. Get, that,
2: like, yeah. Talk. Yeah. That – their, like, camaraderie and, like, kind of, ba- like, banter and bickering with each other was very good, yeah. I thought.
5: And I still think I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm just so disappointed.
1: Well, this movie got nothing but trash talk online, <laughs> okay. and every time you opened your phone, the Google title card said so and so hates this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody hates Rise of Skywalker, the disappointing Rise of Skywalker. So I said, I'm not gonna let that taint my viewing because I've hated movies for last. Yeah. Than just people telling me it sucks. I could definitely go into the theater with a terrible attitude uh, based on that. And I didn't. I said, I'm going to enjoy it as a popcorn flick. I get It's J.J. Abrams. He didn't tie up a single fucking loose end from Lost, which (laughs) I'm still salty about. Exactly. And the ones that he did tie up were disappointing. Yes. So (laughs) I went in... And I liked the movie. I thought I thought, you know, just uh, in the, the la la sunshine part of my brain, I yes. don't see what the problem yes. is with this I, movie.
2: I I am hundred percent with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's And then I come home and find out that it has the second lowest Rotten Tomatoes rating Oof. of any Star Wars movie. The yeah. second? Okay, only...
2: that is not fair. I don't think
3: I didn't think, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was that
1: bad. Yeah. That's kinda what I thought. Well,
2: no,
3: let me let me I gotta I maybe I gotta think about it again. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well we'll t- we'll think about it it's,
2: now. I mean I have seen the prequels like fairly recently. They are very bad. Oh yeah. The prequels
3: <laughs> are
5: gone like I think it's prequels, solo, this, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope. yada yada.
2: Yeah yada. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, would, and then and then
3: the best is um Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One, thank you. Rogue One's real good. Yeah, Last Jedi and Rogue One are
5: top tier for me I, I was really caught off guard speaking of you know the fans reaction is it, it, like it seemed like the people that hated last jedi also hated this yeah i don't, I don't it's like, know what do
2: you want like yeah. that that so that, so yeah <laughs>
1: totally opposite still hate it yeah that's, yeah. that's what that's what sucks is, about, is it like, possible
2: what, was there a star wars movie that could be made that people would actually like like and not like bitch and moan about the
1: answer is no
3: my argument and i, I was probably gonna say this for the very end but it is is that if You know, J.J. Abrams wrote, did the, did, uh, Force Awakens, Mm -hmm. put all these set pieces together. And then it was like, the second movie was like, nah. It wasn't even, it wasn't even yes and. It was very much, we'll not only address this, but it's not the truth. Like, oh yeah, Snoke, big bad guy, we're going to kill that guy off. Oh yeah, (laughs) Ray's parents, very important. Nah, they're, they're just nobody. So it felt like a, a lot of very much not, not taking to heart the, set pieces that were set up in that first part of the trilogy... And then the last movie, trying to be like, go
2: back to that. What? <laughs>
3: we, what do we do? We have to. We have to now essentially do three movies in one. Retcon. And retcon. It shows, it
1: shows a lot when when you go through it, right? And and then Carrie Fisher died,
2: yeah. and Carrie Fisher died, which definitely, yeah, that threw Rich. The, so How dare she,
1: Matthew? You just completely summed up my whole feelings about this last trilogy of the thing. I think the second movie came along and just shit in the punch bowl of what it was trying to be.
5: But but that being said, though the. Force Awakens is you know it you've heard of a thousand times is just a new hope right so yep, it I is. think the shitting in the pot was a good thing because if we had JJ do all these movies they would
2: have been very bland yeah
5: I think. it would have been we would have had a fun time but J- Ryan Johnson did the most interesting thing for the overarching story and on top of that when Ryan talked to JJ uh, per what both of them have said. He's like, oh, so who are uh, uh, Ray's parents? And JJ's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like, mm-hmm. there was no like. I, I am more like ma- I'm more mad at Disney for all of this. Yes. Yeah, and then and then JJ, uh, and then God, but
1: <laughs> mostly God though. I just think couldn't they have all gotten together and like talked yeah. about yeah. it first before like it was like a tug of war match. They could they could have they could have storylined all three of it out. Well,
5: but the, the, but that's the thing though is that they they kind of did for two, and then all of a sudden, uh, JJ instead of taking what Ryan did for better or worse, he's like, I guess I'll just make two movies now.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's like, the, thing, it's like he, the thing is like he because the thing is from what I understand he. Could have done the second movie, but chose not to. Correct.
5: So that's what I heard. I believe. I think so, so
2: then you kind of have to take what happens in the second movie and work with that instead of mm-hmm. working off your imagined idea of what you would have done with the second movie. Yeah,
5: this movie makes all the other two way worse.
2: Yes, and it makes them both worse.
3: Yeah, and real quick, for so for the original three movies, wasn't the second one not directed by George Lucas?
0: Yeah,
1: The second two were not oh, directed okay. by George. I didn't know Lucas.
3: if he went back. I didn't know if he went back for. Uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. He,
0: he had a writing partner for for Empire and Jedi.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but it, so the the writing piece like they I mean I know I know we're talking a lot about the director but it's like so why the writing piece really should have been the part that was coherent. It doesn't really matter how how that whole story was told through the visual.
5: Yes. Exactly. Yeah,
2: That's yeah, exactly. Totally, totally.
3: Because I heard some folks talking about
5: like, oh, well, you know, JJ and Ryan are going to be blamed or praised for the story. It's not really them. I'm like, no, no, no. You're confusing Mo- the Marvel universe with this. It <laughs> JJ and his writing partner wrote this movie. Yep. They came up with a whole mm-hmm. thing. I'm sure there was a few like, you know, Lucasfilm folks and Disney folks, but like,
0: Hearing them talk about it, it's mostly them. My my thing here is that there isn't an overarching um, plot. Now, you know, okay. So, uh, a new hope. George Lucas was basically kind of one, you know, one thing. And I know everybody. He says like, oh yeah, I had envision, I envisioned nine movies, uh, you know, in all. But <laughs> you know that's baloney. He didn't know that the first one was going to take off and 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 do things. So he just sort of. You know, right. Otherwise, Luke and Leia wouldn't have been, you know. As incestuous as they were. (laughs) That's
3: why the first movie kind of gets tidied up at the end. Exactly,
2: because he didn't know Mm -hmm. if it was going to happen. But
0: but I'm sure two and three were definitely thought of together, like, okay, so now we're going to do the trilogy, you Mm -hmm. know, Rising and Falling. And then we know that he came back and said, okay, when he, in the very first thing with The Phantom Menace, he's like, okay, this is going to be a new trilogy that takes us from the, whatever time he sent it to, to A New Hope. Which is only partly true because you know Rogue One happened, but yeah, <laughs> right.
3: Well, and there's there's and years wars. between, but, the, but at least he's got to
0: get paid. He had, he's like, Here, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the beginning. Here's the end. I don't think that J.J. or anybody or even Kathleen Kennedy ever sat and did that. And that's the difference between this and the Marvel
5: yeah, movies. It, and, and that's been that's hundred percent true. That's been like confirmed. Yeah. yeah.
2: How is it supposed to be, like, coherent when they're
6: and Especially
5: not... with Disney h- firing every single Star Wars director.
6: <laughs> right. Like,
5: <laughs> after, you know, like, they did for Solo, they did for Rogue One, they did for Rise of Skywalker. So it's like, yeah, so, like, Rogue One it has a lot of problems. Right. But it... But damn, it's
2: interesting, though. That
5: movie should be dog shit because of <laughs> how how Because you know
3: how it's going to end. <laughs>
5: like, that is a huge part of it how it's going to end you know that even if you know about the like reshoot after reshoot mm-hmm. after firing this director firing that yeah. director the fact that it's like coherent and good and emotional and yada 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 as if you in pacing be damned whatever uh solo i think was unable to you know coin flip it rescue itself. It was um, fi- it
2: was a fine movie, and it, it, it felt
1: like mm-hmm. for Rise of Skywalker. I didn't finish it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like It was fun. I, I wasn't. I, my expectations were pretty low going in, so I was like, "It was fine." There are yeah. cute parts, and now it I, was
1: probably fine.
2: I yeah. think
5: after Rise of Skywalker, we we are in this interesting world where Star Wars movies are not good. <laughs> they are <laughs> right. occasionally fun. Yeah, and, but the TV shows are what were oh my god and apparently video games now. Yeah, well, um, and that
2: that was interesting because we we watched you know Rise of Skywalker and like went back and like the last episode of the Mandalorian came mm-hmm. out like shortly thereafter, and it's like these are like on completely different levels of yeah. goodness. Like, like I think. Watching Mandalorian made me be like, oh, that movie was not that great. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah,
2: like it made it worse well, in comparison. I'm
1: with you, Jennifer. Mandalorian is one of the highest quality Star Wars things that's come out of Disney's tenure with the product. It's incredible. I it is the love best it. that came out f- from Disney, right? right I think
6: they don't you're get probably Clone right. Wars. I don't
5: right. know if Rebels is them, but
0: I know people like Rebels. Um, I think Rebels-, Rebels
2: is good. Yeah, I think yeah. Rebels is. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah.
0: Rebels, uh, I thought started off, the scripts were written when it was Lucasfilms, and then Disney said, oh, yeah, this is good stuff. Let's keep doing it. Oh, oh yeah. that, that, makes sense. that I can totally Let's trash that. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> but I, I think that we'll always forever wonder what could have been. And I think, you know, ultimately the legacy of Rise of Skywalker is that we just won't think about Star Wars the mm. same way we did. You know, we won't think about this movie the way that we maybe would have uh, otherwise. And I'm not saying that, like... Because so much of this movie is J.J. versus Ryan. And I think that mm-hmm. is such a... It's both ridiculous, but also very, very weird mm-hmm. by... For one, because it's, it's sort of funny, because Ryan Johnson made one of the best movies made this decade uh, and released it within a couple weeks. Of yeah, movie. right,
2: right. Knives uh, out.
5: <laughs> and it does feel like J.J. was just scrambling and shit on The Last Jedi. so it's sort. Of, but I don't think J.J. did it to be mean. I don't think we need to pack Bond and be like, oh, J.J.
2: I'm a Ryan. I'm a Ryan. I'm a Ryan
5: girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I
2: mean, I'm a little bit of a Ryan girl. Just, I, I, I've been I huge, do like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I've been a
5: huge fan of Ryan Johnson for yeah. this entire decade. So it, I've, I've, I'm have I've predisposed.
2: But you know what, too? I, I think that... This is something, Tim, we've talked about before, or I've said to you. I'm pretty fatigued of remakes, and I kind of think a little bit that this trilogy is, like, what we get Mm -hmm. for just doing a million remakes all the time. Yeah,
5: this is the trilogy we deserve. Yeah, exactly. And
2: not not remakes, but, you know, it's like, can we do something original, do something different? Like, Mandalorian is something unique. Like, they did something different with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think this trilogy is what you get when people are not actually willing to take risks to the end. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Mandalorian's kind of an outlier is a good thing from Disney's tenure because yeah. they took Star Wars, which was like an institution of mythology, that kind of thing, Oh. When a Star Wars movie came out, it was a once-in-a-lifetime or a once-a-generation yeah. type of a event. And now it's just like, how much Star Wars can you cram in your... Yeah, right. Disney's going to find out. Yeah. And none of it's special anymore. And it doesn't matter if they make a really fantastically great movie, you might not notice right. that they did, you know, because there's too much out there. It's right. saturated. The Mandalorian, being that it was started by Jon Favreau, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably helps. But, yeah. but you know, he's kicked off the Marvel Universe, you know, obviously with Kevin Feige help but you know the same he brought the same philosophy i think as the marvel universe to the mandalorian and you can kind of see it because you know again with the mandalorian you got you know the the couple of episodes that are 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 like one thing but then you know every other episode is like a different genre depending on the thing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. mando's doing so that's exactly the way the marvel movies are set up too you know with uh winter soldier being you know a uh political thriller and yeah you know ant-man being a heist movie and different things like that they're taking like
2: <laughs> it's Thor ragnarok being whatever the hell that was that i loved yeah <laughs> yeah space
1: yeah. opera yeah i get a marvel vibe from mandalorian for sure yeah and and that's a good thing i mean that's
0: i mean people loved that last episode of mandalorian because it was like mandalorian end game really you know <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah <laughs> It's
5: it sucks because if we're going to have to let mega corporations own 90% of all media, they should at least be like if they have a billion dollars to spend on things that previously cost 300 million, they should at least be three times as good. Like
2: take a risk, damn, you got no, like no, no. all the market, they're, you they're can do it. Gonna,
5: they're never they're never going to take a risk. That's why oh, not I'm, I'm stupid not, though. They because don't, they could. don't ha- they don't have they to don't take have the to. risk. Yeah. Mm. They're they're risk adverse, so it has to be seven quadrants. It has so to boring. make money in China <laughs> be,
3: before Star Wars came out. I think the figure was that Disney made ten billion dollars in the box office for twenty nineteen before Star Wars came out.
5: Wow! Yeah, I heard like what was it like like sixty percent or, or, or higher of the box office was Disney? Well, they
1: own everything.
6: Yeah,
5: it just
2: makes me sad, man. Just, like <laughs> so I don't like it. I don't. I'm I'm
5: going to. <clears throat> I think Rise of Skywalker is the movie to which I will kind of put my my rallying cry flag in and to an extent that I think it does deserve because it is such a huge, you know, tentpole uh, release. But it just sucks that this, this feels like what we're going to get until the end of time because mm-hmm. we're never going to not have huge, you know, media companies like this, right? So there, it's just going to be lower common denominator. It, we're just going to be given... The Transformers over and over and over again. This is gonna be loud, <laughs> explosive, no time to like process anything. Yeah. And you know, Rise of Skywalker is not a great movie, but it is fun, but mm-hmm. I feel like eventually we're not gonna have we're gonna it's gonna go back to like Transformers three territory. Yeah. Oh. Where it's not we fun. We won't think it's fun anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: I mean and I say all this there are definitely parts of, of Rise of Star- Skywalker that I did like a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I think that some of the character stuff that happened in it was great. Like, the character interactions were good. Mm-hmm. There were some new fun uh, aliens and droids that we met, which I enjoyed. Babu Frick. Mm-hmm. Stay at him forever. That
1: didn't
3: get a reaction out of me at all. Really? <laughs> another desert planet, another ice planet, and we got another jungle planet. Excellent. <laughs> we did. That ice planet ruled, though. <laughs>
2: Um, I, I did, I did think that Exegol was really, was cool looking. The Porgs are
3: back. The
1: Porgs are back.
5: <laughs> Porgs were back. Exegol was not cool looking.
2: Oh, yes, it was. This is
1: kind of a hallmark of this trilogy is, they're on Tatooine, but we're not calling yeah. it Tatooine yeah. this time. It's Jakku. Yeah. We're on Hoth, but it's not called Hoth. It's Salt. And it's Salt, not Snow. Yeah, take note, audience. It's not Hoth. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I like the new little droid that said, no, thank you. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I, I respect boundaries. Yeah. You know,
2: and I think...
5: The movie moves so goddamn fast that when you watch it, you're like, oh, that was good. It's fine. I want to kind of say again, I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's... I think it's a
3: solid 58 <laughs> uh, or 64.
2: Oh, really? Out like 100? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, There's
3: there certainly things to enjoy, but that doesn't mean yes. it's all good.
5: I think the issue is that it's that it's either 80 or 40 with it, it mm. is the issue. And, you know, I thought they, there was an interesting movie here. It's mm. just two and a half minutes later they took it away from you. Mm. Like Mm. So a big part of this movie is what the fuck is up with Rey? Yeah. And before you know exactly who she is, she and Kylo Ren are having a force off. (laughs) Force force (laughs) tug of war. A force (laughs) tug of war. Tug of force. i want to take his force (laughs) off. On a troop transport of the First Order that has captured Chewbacca. And Rey is losing it, but is trying her damnedest. And... She lets out a huge shock of uh, oh, yeah. force lightning <laughs> and blows like, up well. <laughs> the troop's transport.
1: Just like a Palpatine would. Just like yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, at the time I didn't
5: put two and two together, but then yeah, I we listened didn't to know, a podcast and they're like, and they just did that so you would know it's a Palpatine. It's like oh like, fuck, uh, I'm stupid. <laughs> but that is the most interesting thing in this movie is that Ray
1: kills Chewbacca he should have
2: stayed dead even though I love Chewbacca
1: I know he
2: should have stayed dead I'm sorry yeah when
1: I left the theater that was my biggest problem with this movie Chewbacca's dead oh no just kidding he's not dead it's like what the fuck.
6: And then t 3 people
2: dead. Oh, did you did you, like, oh, no, think, he's not. did you think he was like cuz I like knew in my heart I'm like he's not dead. They're uh, not gonna kill uh, him. And then
1: they and then they went on a big worthless adventure to get him. It's like why didn't they just not kill him if they didn't want him to die? <laughs> right? <That's
3: laughs> good point. Yeah. So what I what I told Molly is like, "Oh, well they had to go get him once they because the, or they need to go back to get the knife." And she's like, "Well they didn't need the knife because they knew where the thing was." So it was like Oh yeah, shit! <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! But the knife also has has the secret protractor. Uh,
5: I think that um, Finn uh, John Boyega is great in the movie, but I feel like all he
3: gets to do is scream. Ray,
2: yeah, he was very uh, underutilized yeah. in general, and also like, and, I and feel he like got
3: he-, he got to you know b- bond with the other stormtrooper people on the other moon of Endor. can I say what?
1: So, the walk and Dorians. yeah, the the human stormtroopers that are so. Now-
5: the only thing that I hate about this movie, like for the most part, it's whatever. I'm more disappointed at Disney, the future, the fact that one of my favorite franchises of all time, the the conclusion to the nine episode or nine movie arc was. Sort of disappointing, and
2: that conglomerates now own like everything. right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit. That's a thrown. larger pain,
5: right? Because a lot of things are being, from, in my the opinion, existential it, crisis. I'm, I'm extremely, yeah. <laughs> you know, biased now because of all the other stuff. But the thing that I hate the most, the, the one thing I hate about this movie is, and it's not something that everyone agrees on when I when I've mentioned it, is this idea that they introduce other stormtroopers who have basically. S- rebelled and, and, and broke against the Empire uh, or the or, First Order or Final Order, whatever they're calling themselves now. And it completely goes from anyone can be a hero to the Force is out there picking good people.
2: Ooh, and yeah. it's just Mm-mm. like... I don't like that. The
5: other stormtroopers are just evil, and they're not good because of... They don't have the force? They don't have the force.
2: Yeah, that's gross. I don't like that and at all. And especially
5: once you kind of start to... Like, the implication of that I've seen online, because a lot of people know from leaks and things like that of cut scenes, is that Finn's Force-sensitive. Yes. And th- this is not confirmed at all, but, like, the logic is that all those stormtroopers that rebelled on, you know, Endor 2... Are also lightly force sensitive, mm. so
3: there's a lot of things that yeah, this movie shits on from Last Jedi. The, the whole thing with Finn was that, and and like they they kind of set it up, and they talk a, lo- a lot about it in this movie is that the stormtroopers that we see today aren't like the clone troopers that we got in the first. Right, right.
2: they're not Jango Fed or whatever. These are prisoners of
3: war, the children of they're people, the 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 Empire's planets. That they have whisked away and they have conscripted from birth. Yeah. They they, they know, or not from birth, but from, from their youth. Yeah. And they recognize like, oh, this is not where I'm from, but I also know that if I don't obey orders, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Some people take the brainwashing a little more than others. Maybe for you force sensitive, it's that little nagging voice in your head that's saying, hey.
5: Well- This is midichlorians to me because it's basically saying (laughs) this is the reason why he did it as opposed to it was fucking hard for Finn to do this. Yeah. If they would have had another, you know, group of stormtroopers that did it because of.
2: Like, yeah, we saw some fucked up stuff and we finally were like, we can't be around. We're going to have to we have to leave this because
6: before.
3: You know, (laughs) so now now the question is, is that canon since it was cut from the movie or is it just well, everybody knows everybody knows it but the reality is that it wasn't in the movie so really they they are good but even in the movie they him and what's
5: her name, jana have the conversation where it's they're basically like i just had a feeling you know yeah and mm. and they basically like all but that could be conscience sure but they're they're pretty morality. they're pre- it's pretty explicit i mean you're right i guess there is a a slight possibility that But then again, you're, you're right. How, how does one handle knowing that there are, that it was confirmed that, uh, Jana Jana is Lando's daughter. Like (laughs) that is, that is shitty and racist. (laughs) What? Yeah. Is is that, is that confirmed or is that just. That that is less confirmed than Finn is force sensitive, but yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, so the, the whole thing with on two separate occasions, Finn was going to tell Ray something and it comes up a couple of times and he never says it in the movie whatsoever. Like, that was the big nagging thing. Ray. The first time I saw the movie...
6: What was it?
3: Uh, was, what the fuck did he want to say? And then the, the, when I was going to make a, a goof about it in our in our chat prepping for this, uh-huh. that morning, JJ confirmed, oh yeah, he wanted to tell uh, Ray was that he was Force-sensitive. Why you wait until you're about to die to do that, who knows? It's
1: just bad writing. I can use the Force! It's what I'd <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
5: Like, right By away. By the way, if if I was falling... wait?
2: I'm out
1: there now.
5: <laughs> and also... Ray can lift mini rock. Why can't she not (laughs) pick up
2: even more small rock? Yeah, like, you might...
5: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not here to poke holes and plot holes. Like, that that is Star Wars. That's fine.
3: Yeah, I I guess one of the things about this movie, and we kind of touched on it uh, quite a bit already, is that it's hard to just do this movie without it having this history of the other eight mainstream movies coming before it, because... Uh Uh-huh. The the story is just they have to pull something out of their butts to make it happen and make sense in the context of a greater universe, and it doesn't fit with any of that other stuff, but at the same time, it's so
1: different. (laughs) Yeah, what did you guys (laughs) think about Palpatine coming back? Some people had a real problem with that, and I thought, well, Snoke's dead, so what the fuck are you supposed to do? Why not bring back a recognizable big bad?
3: I I kind of want to argue that with going into this movie, not, yeah, not having the big bad, unless they made unless they made Kylo Ren the big bad, was that... I
2: thought that's what was gonna happen. Yeah, that's what I thought was gonna happen,
3: <laughs> too. I think J.J. did as good of a job with it as he could.
1: Kylo Ren was always a Darth Vader, not an Emperor. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, but that's I'm if we say. are just doing the same movies again. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> 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 so with the Emperor coming
0: back, that sort of revealed to me, like, the, the power scaling issue, and you know, I think about that in the terms of Dragon Ball Z, and it's something different. But uh, <laughs>
2: right, we, 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 in like all the problems in like mini anime. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Where did he get this power? Uh, uh. Yeah, Kylo Ren's sitting there charging up for you know three episodes. Um, but
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the reason that I I I, uh, I bring that up is like so. What I, I liked about The Force Awakens is that, you know, the, the powers were reasonable. They were in line with the other trilogies. And, you know, then they, they sort of brought it up another notch. And then, you know, Snoke is like really ridiculously powerful in that throne room scene, which is cool. But For like it, five it gives seconds. A,
2: yeah, right until he gets sliced.
0: <laughs> right. But it gives our villain or our heroes something like to, to use with it, you know kylo ren figures out how to do it he does it without overpowering him it's not just like a, a power uh contest and then like the end of the movie here like it just becomes a, a power contest like the emperor is just so much more ridiculously
1: powerful than yeah than our heroes he went super Sith, and he's got a thousand death star destroyers
0: right. and he's got like a thousand acolytes yeah. yeah, that are singing Duel of the Fates. You know? <laughs> is, you know, he's got a big fan club. <laughs> right. He has a thousand
5: Alkalites in the audience. He does. <laughs> um, I I think. Uh, where did so, these
0: guys come from? But
5: yeah, there's. I mean, you can't ask any of those questions because the issue is, it goes from we don't. The first order is beaten back and barely exists in the like the core worlds and everywhere. To I guess they've conquered the entire galaxy. Right. Yeah, who the hell
1: knows what's going right. on? Right.
5: So you know, um, I actually kind of like if they had to figure something out in last minute because Carrie Fisher died. I think I a little bit. I I I think I like it, especially when you sort of learn more about sort of Palpatine's whole deal and through like the Clone Wars and things like that. The animated show, uh, but it it kind of makes me sad because it's this isn't the Skywalker. Uh, series, it's the Palpatine series because mm-hmm. the whole thing is like it's it, the Palpatine Chronicles, the Palpatine Chronicles. Because people <laughs> think that
1: you know, I like that working title. That <laughs>
3: Ray is a Force baby. Uh, they're gonna release a nine movie set that could either be the Skywalker Saga or the Palpatine <laughs> Chronicles. You take your
5: pick. Damn. Yeah, it's and more likely it's the Palpatine. Chronicles because it's one guy. Like it's It's one guy. I mean he's a
2: big he's like the big caring thing throughout it.
5: (laughs) For sure. Yeah, because the most interesting thing about the prequels is that this one Senator just wanted forever war, so he played every single side against each other to get ultimate power. And that even though the movies are bad, the lore around it is kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, so so something that I was just thinking about that I something that I like that The Last Jedi did was I know that The casino scene, people did not like it. But something that I brought up that I thought was really interesting was, like, yeah, they're selling uh, weapons to both sides. Right. Could you not make the big enemy be, like, the military industrial complex? Like, the concept of war? You could do something like that. It doesn't have to be, like, a dude who shoots lightning out of his hands. That's the
5: thing. is like, Snoke was never interesting. No. No, he He wasn't. He
2: was, like, a big guys, dude. No. He was a
3: more cartoony. Well, he was very much the way the Emperor was in... Uh, I was. Did you see the Emperor in, in New Hope, or is it the first time you see him in Empire? I'm not even sure if you see him in an Empire. When you, when you see the the big, big, big hologram yeah. of him, oh, and then right. it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, much
6: yeah.
5: the
3: same time you see yes. Snoke yes. in Big Cave, where he's even bigger than the Emperor.
5: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 So, uh, so much of like the things that you could say are not great about this movie, every single Star Wars is done. So that's why I don't necessarily want to go in at it for, you know, certain plot holes or people being. Strong this way or that way, because you know it's a Star Wars movie. It's 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 a fantasy myth- mythological sort of thing with spaceships. That's fine. We're we're here to you know suspend disbelief a little bit, but you know the whole thing of uh like to an extent <laughs> how like Palpatine was killed, thrown down to shoot on an exploding Death Star, and then got <laughs> brought back. It's like.
2: I just trust that he's actually dead now. Like, why would I not think he's going to come back again?
3: (laughs) So, so, Tim, what you said earlier is that they really didn't take any risks with this movie, and you're absolutely right, but at the same time, they're like, all right, we're raising the stakes, but... Oh, Chewie's not dead. Oh, C3PO yeah. gets all of his memories back. Right. Yeah. Oh, Force Healing allows Rey, the main character, to live.
2: Right. Like make something have some impact. Oh, uh, uh. Oh, you guys don't
5: like Rose because you're racist. Here's okay. Here's, well, she's
2: gone now. Here's she's a, barely uh,
5: in it. Here's another girl for them to be. Oh, you guys don't want uh, no, Finn and Poe can't kiss. Let's bring up girlfriends. You get a girlfriend. You get a girlfriend. You yeah. get a baby.
2: We will put two girls in the background, Chris kiss- kissing for like 0. 0.5 seconds.
5: Thank you, and we'll take it out of the market. You can shut the fuck can. up. Yeah. about
2: this yeah
5: like I, I do think that we it should also be said that every single scene with uh ray and kylo rules except for the very last one
2: i for when they kiss which oh my god <laughs> yeah that I was, was like, the
3: most awkward
5: personally
2: i was dying laughing oh, yeah. in the theater we had chuckles i was laughing because all i could think about was a, how fucking mad people were gonna be on tumblr yeah about what was going on and true to form People are losing their minds over this, like, all the different shipping people, because they're like, Kylo Ren is abusive. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You shouldn't ship him with Ray. And I'm like, oh my god. He's a bad boy.
3: He's a redeemed (laughs) bad boy. He
2: is a bad boy, but, like, oh my god. He's that
3: one dude from Breakfast Club. Like, there's
2: been a whole drama, like, people, like tweeting at John Boyega being like oh assholes. God, yeah. It's been oh, so God. crazy.
3: I think he got drunk on New Year's Eve
5: just
6: and just oh, started he made he made, a, he
5: made a bad tweet.
2: He did make a not great. He said something about lamb pipe, which was a little bit funny. I mean, but still, yeah.
5: we're all humans. Once you become a free agent a <laughs> millionaire, you're still allowed to say I fuck girls sometime. Like, it's not, the way he said it was not Woke. He's not gonna win any awards, but you know, come it's on. kind of
3: the way Billy D. Williams said every one of his lines in the movie where you're like, It's a little skeezy. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah.
5: Well, <laughs> I didn't actually not I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm I didn't take his line as skeezy. Uh and, no, it's,
1: and, it's just his way of saying things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's just his his face and his delivery, yeah, right? <laughs> it's the bravado. Mm-hmm. He's
2: got a sensual vibe about yeah. it. <laughs> Which but I respect. I, I did think send
1: send Leia my love wink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, you
2: know that Han and Leia and Lando had a threesome oh, at yeah, some God, point. Yeah. Like, oh, no God. question.
0: <laughs> Let's table this because I, I think we could go on for quite a while about all the bad things. We, yeah. I mean, personally, <laughs> I was,
5: Mike, I was trying to talk about how dope the fights were, and then Jennifer's like,
1: <laughs> "I'm sorry." No, I have, I have, I have more. I wrote down stuff. <laughs> There's lots of lots of people crying about this
0: movie. Hold up. Stop. I can't listen any longer without saying my piece. Oh, wow. He really was here the whole time. Shit, I didn't say anything about him, did I? disembodied voice guy? How long have you
4: been here? I thought you weren't working with Mike and Pete on Sacred Cows tonight anymore. Nice to see you, Matthew. How have you been? Jennifer and Tim, greetings. Glad to see you as well.
2: Hey, man. Good to see you. Great to... Feel you? Yeah, to experience you through auditory senses. Can you see him? I can't see him. I felt your presence. I can, I taste,
5: uh,
4: copper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll go away after a while. Uh, would you guys like anything since I'm up? Or, well, I suppose you can't tell.
2: Sure. Yeah. What? Well, I'll take- Can you th- give me some kombucha? I want to
5: rye, Manhattan.
4: I want to feel-good, in general. You want to rye from Manhattan? I could probably do that. I can teleport instantly, you know.
5: If you have magic, can you tell me what the lotto numbers are tomorrow? I could use millions. <laughs> you could just message us off air. Yeah,
4: I, uh, putting this out on a recording would be a very bad thing for all of mankind. Oh, dope. Is God real? Um, about that, uh...
3: Yo, DBG, uh, the unrelated note. I, I've got, like, I got this this thing I need to have taken care of, and, like, I just want to know if, like, the it's the same payment, or, you know, if, if, if the rates have gone up.
4: Well... We really should talk about that offline, Matthew, as well. Wink, wink. I'd be winking if I had a corporeal form, you know.
2: Oh, we feel it. We've, yeah. Yeah. In our whole body.
4: <laughs> anyway, uh, here, here's a couple of drinks. Uh, so back to business. The reason that I'm here is that Mike and Pete have been skipping out on the writer's room meetings for my show. So I want to know what they're up to. Being incorporeal has its advantages. But I can't let this stand.
0: We were going to tell you about starting up the show again, underground-style, honest, DVG.
1: Just not yet. Now you know. Feel free to pipe in if you want. We're not done. I bet you have lots to say. That's not what I'm talking about, and you know it,
4: Pete. Since we've got Tim and Jennifer here, two of the cast of Dear Internet, the premier advice show on the internet, I have a problem that I'd like them to solve. I was just going to post it on Reddit. But I think I'll go around the middle person on this one.
2: I mean, I probably would have found it on it, and it's a little bit weird, but we can try it. Okay then.
4: Pretend you don't know who wrote this and be brutally honest. And uh, whichever one of you wants to read it, that's fine.
2: Dear Internet, my friend has decided to leave the podcast that he founded, and I'm having conflicting feelings about it. You see, I used to work for him and his business partner. We had the kind of relationship where we pick on each other a lot. But recently, I took it to another level in my quest for success. When my friend's podcast got canceled, I used the opportunity to secure myself a sweet gig as a talk show host. Now I'm super successful, and my friends work for me. They have a non-compete clause and zero creative control. I think this is where I might have gone wrong. Now my friends are recording their podcast behind my back, And one of them hasn't told the other that this is going to be their last episode. Oh, God. I think I may have ruined everything in an attempt to give them heck in as friendly of a way as possible. Too long. Didn't read. I've trapped my friends in a TV land hell that only I control. And though they are getting fairly compensated, I think they don't appreciate it. Am I the asshole? Sincerely, Incorporeal Audible Fellow. Hmm is a tough one. Whenever it comes to starting, you your business know, with your
5: friends. Business with your friends. Don't recommend Don't it. Don't recommend <laughs> it at all. Uh, I'm not sure if any of you all have dealt with any of this. Mike, Pete, Matthew, have you dealt with anything quite like this before? Uh,
6: maybe,
3: yeah. Uh, he really, the, the secret's just not had friends. Oh. Mm.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I, I do think that is the uh, number one answer. Um, number two answer being... Completely disappear from their lives and never interact with them again. Works every time.
3: Huh. It kind of it kind of seems like the person who wrote this. They don't feel like they they're present. You know,
5: like mm, they they don't they don't yeah. feel like they're
3: really there with with mm-hmm. these two other guys. In fact,
2: they kind of sound like an asshole. Actually,
5: well, I mean, we're getting it from their point of view. Even so, I can't imagine how much they're making it better. They say here that they they're trapped in TV Land hell. So I. I I guess he's doing some sort of TV show
3: and... Remember that time that me and you, Jennifer, we were in that movie. Oh yeah, is that the one where Nika spit wine into your mouth? No, that's... no,
2: that was a live show. Uh, this was the film Skate Dreams. Yeah,
5: so we were in a movie. We we were extras in a movie called Skate Dreams, and it was hell. It took like so many hours, eighteen hours. I
2: do not think we got paid. I don't
5: think we got paid. So I guess whatever the uh, incorporeal audio fellow is probably. Doing to his trapped friends. And that sounds shitty. And I I hate.
4: Them. I hate them.
2: Yeah, sorry, man. Gotta, gotta say you're the asshole in this gotta one. Gotta say
4: you're the asshole in this one. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. You guys can stop. Fine. I'm actually here again. And I never left. That really hurt. But I'll admit, I'm the asshole. Wow. Pete, will you forgive me? Mike, you're still going to be here, so I
0: assume you're not as offended. I wasn't before, but Ouch. Asshole.
1: Wow, DVG, uh, you are an asshole, but that was awfully sentimental for an ancient Babylonian horror ghost. I just want to let you know there were never any hard feelings, and I wish you all the best in your undead hauntings of this world. Well, that's mighty good of you. Wait, did you say I am undead and a ghost?
4: I've never been so insulted in my
1: life to think that I've actually had
4: a corporeal form.
1: Ew. I feel like everything's back to normal now. Oh, but yeah, I'm totally quitting your show. Both shows. Actually. Fine! Me too! It's no fun if you two meatheads aren't there!
3: I think we found the crux! Huh? DVG can't express that he actually cares about you two.
1: Well, yeah, he's a ghost.
5: Hey!
2: Have you three ever considered group therapy?
5: And medication. I'm not sure how that would even work on disembodied voice guy, though. Listen, Yes!
4: I care about you two, and I'm actually going to miss Pete when he leaves both shows, okay?
1: I'll still be here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, I think this is the end of the road for me, though, yeah. Uh, Doing Sacred Cows, Sacred Cows Tonight, and now Sacred Cows The Basement Tapes has been a lot of fun, and I will miss it. But now it's time for me to close the door on that chapter and go out and have some new adventures. You know, I was toying with the idea, I think I might try living like it's the pre-internet era for a while. You already do that. Oh, yeah! Well... I'll miss you too, buddy.
4: I'll come visit once in a while, but I'm still totally quitting my show too. And this show, guess that
0: leaves Mike to do whatever. I, uh, uh, Matthew, Tim, Jennifer, I'm so sorry you got into all this. Are you serious? This is awesome.
2: Disembodied voice guy, you're welcome to write into dear internet anytime. I'm sure your thousands of years on this earth are ripe with things for us to talk about. Let's talk about your favorite spots on Reddit after the show. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't think you know what horror you're unleashing, Jennifer.
0: Um, now that everyone has another plan but me, can we just get back to making this show? <laughs> the show? Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. Uh, where were we? Let's take a break of 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 that <laughs> and let's talk about some things we liked. so yeah, I'm gonna start well you guys think of your thing so one of the things I actually liked a lot was Adam driver's performance uh especially yes. oh, yeah
2: he's a great actor very
0: good yeah, especially going between um so when he was Ky- uh, Kylo Ren to becoming Ben solo and it it sort of retroactively made me um look at the performances of uh other characters in uh, in the Star Wars mythos uh, because and we're going to leave Anakin out of this. He was just kind of a whiny baby
1: from <laughs> the Wait, wait <laughs> from which, the beginning. which Anakin? <laughs> in Clone Wars, he was a very awesome military commander who you respect.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what I've heard. No, but uh, my, my point is that um, Adam Driver definitely played the light side, dark side thing. So, like, once you... If you're just toying with the dark side, you know, you're usually... Eh, trying to be okay, but it's you're finding it hard, and that was something Hayden Christensen could never, you know, master. Yeah, no. Um, but Luke, you know, in in uh, in return, when he's like flirting with the dark side, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, when the Emperor's like strike me down, um, <laughs> that, that <laughs> Do that's it. comparable. Uh, yeah, and, and get my agent. Adam Driver really gets the opposite because. And I've noticed this even since the Force Awakens. He was he was in the dark side, but the light side was was you know saying, "Hey, Tempting come him. back here. Yeah. We still love yeah. you." And he hey, played that hey, he played that so well. And then like as soon as he turned to light side, you could see like Kylo Ren. Any part of that existence of him was gone. He was Ben Solo. When he said yeah. that Kylo Ren is dead, took off the cape, he dead. took off his.
1: Black jumper. (laughs) He still has his black shirt with a hole in it. Took off the Sith
2: underwear. (laughs) Put on
1: the Jedi
0: underwear.
2: They glow.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So for for me, this is one of the things. What I was okay with the the kiss because I mean I was Mm. I part part of me the whole time was like, don't do it, don't do it. You don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. You don't. Ah, well, I guess you did it. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with you. But you know, thinking about it. Thinking about it, it's like, yeah, no, this is a different person. This is the person that she always saw him as, so I'm okay with
1: it. Right. So he doesn't need to go on trial for war crimes then.
2: <laughs> well, he did. so. He's dead, so. Well, I, I think well,
1: there's a line
5: in Last Jedi that-
1: I'm a new man now. Is basically along the lines of-
5: I don't, I, not the, the the sentiment of the the exchange is that both Kylo and Rey feel alone because they're mm-hmm. the only two like them in all the galaxy, and now that they have their 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 first their Force Facetime, mm-hmm. um, so Force dates. That's why I don't really <laughs> I I, I, force I don't time. mind the kiss.
2: Oh, that would
3: have <laughs> been a good that would have been a good sketch.
2: Damn it! S- speed Force dating. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that would be good. Fuck. Although that Force FaceTime was a sketch for the last Jedi uh, episode, I believe you remember.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I remember that. I've
5: heard that there's an extra, like, four or five minutes of that scene. That prob- the kissing, yeah, which probably made it better. Oh, uh, what? Dang. well, it's not them, I'm ki- not it's them they're kissing, they're just fucking making out, just making out like they, they, licking they, tongue. They, they use open mouth tongue, one of those
1: after the cameras get turned off.
2: let start to draw no, because
5: I th- people are realizing that, um, are crazy that
3: force hand job
5: <laughs> Kylo Ren, uh, Adam, that Adam Driver's not in this movie as much as you'd think. He's mostly in it to bounce off Ray, he mm. gets very little alone mm-hmm. time, which sucks because he Adam Driver's one of the best actors to appear in any Star Wars movie um, with like a range and and interesting way. Um, But, you know, I I really like that they – expanded upon this weird connection that they have with the new ability to take shit from each other.
2: Mm, Yeah, it looked cool. It looked cool as hell. And I was
5: really surprised that they kept the Force FaceTime between movies, uh, and then used it as convenient ways for Kylo to find our heroes Mm -hmm. as the heroes ran away. I thought that part, like, you know, again, it's all space magic, so who the fuck knows how (laughs) anything works. It doesn't, we don't need an explanation. It it gets our characters from point A to point B in an interesting way. And every single time they fought uh, through Force FaceTime was cool and
0: interesting.
6: Yes.
5: And the way they were cutting back and forth, that was awesome every single time. I loved it.
0: Yeah, that was a good effect. That was good. Now, if only we could fight through real FaceTime. What about you, Jennifer?
2: Um, <laughs> I really liked um, Poe's ex-girlfriend that no. we met. She was so fucking cool. Well,
5: Jennifer and I love... Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell. Yeah.
2: From watching The Americans, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Um, I think if the movie if, if the movie was up to Jennifer, I think that that girl and Ray would date each other. I it behind that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Cuz like Cause they briefly like met for like a second, and uh, and like if they had like a moment, yeah. And then they like end up like seeing each other at the like parties afterward, like woohoo, we beat the like final order woo-hoo. or whatever.
3: Playing the drums on Stormtroopers.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah they have like a moment, like <laughs> <laughs> like Han
3: like that one exchange where she's like. I hope you don't take this the wrong way or something, but I kinda like I kinda like you. She's like Yeah, exactly. I, I was like It's like you're a good you're a good, I think you're a good person. She's like, I do like that or
0: whatever. The fanfic I, it's,
2: writes itself, oh, man. I it's like yeah. it. I just thought her whole deal was very really cool. Her design cool. was cool. Yeah.
0: But she can't take off the mask. I mean, K- Carrie Russell just has oh, yeah, to keep yeah. the yeah. mask. The on. Stays on. <laughs> yeah. But
1: apparently she, yeah. Uh, we can only see her eyes.
2: This is a real Mando situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: she's a Mandalorian. I yeah, no, yeah. No, she's not. But.
2: I like that, and I really and I loved uh, I love Baba Frick. I love Small, small New Droid who yeah. says no thank you. If,
5: if you know, talking I'm about... i Frick. <laughs> 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 oh, That's... Baba Frick. Oh, C-3PO. Hilarious. Oh, my God. He was this so was fucking funny. A, this
2: he is the best, best C-3PO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my this God. Is,
1: this is top C-3PO. Yeah, it for was... sure.
2: And I'm a big C-3PO fan. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I love him. He... C-3PO is that bitch.
6: Yeah,
5: like, <laughs> he has that one line in Force Awakens. It's like, you probably didn't recognize me because my arm's different. C-3PO? And then they just, like, push him out of the frame. <laughs> uh, it's so goddamn funny.
2: Yeah, no, he's very funny. Him and Archie date each other. I wonder if they let Anthony Daniels riff. Um,
0: I think so. I
5: don't think he's inside the, the suit.
0: Because isn't he a comedian?
2: Oh. Um, I don't know, actually. I have no idea.
5: Oh, speaking of cameos, um, Wedge and Tilly's coming yeah. back. The deep, the deep um, cut. actually Oh
2: my god! Yeah. Legit, I I, I
6: shit
5: you not. I was pretty not, excited that about gives that. Gives you an extra star for this movie. I, <laughs> I do
2: a full extra star. Oh
5: my god! When that happened, I was like, ah! <laughs> uh, oh, <and>
2: another, <laughs> Tim Rogue Squadron landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: um, another thing that was amazing, and this is why I this is why I don't want any. I should have said this earlier. I don't want anyone listening to who likes the movie. To dislike the movie. I want that to be very clear.
2: Yeah. Like I, if you uh, like it and none of this bothers you, then man, Godspeed. I do
5: want you to like Last, Je- Last Jedi. I,
3: that I do want to
5: be.
2: <laughs> That's dis- Tim's agenda. <laughs> but
3: I did not hate Last Jedi. No, No,
1: nobody hated it. What? Wow. Well, uh, so like, uh, okay, okay. When I say nobody, I mean nobody in my room right now hated it. <laughs> uh, reasonable people. Oh, yeah. Reasonable people uh, did not hate um, it. <laughs> yeah, right. The the there is a how old do
5: you think that girl was next to us? Like, like
2: <gasps> Oh my god, that was yeah, maybe ten She was so excited watching it and that was actually very wholesome. Yeah. That made me feel very happy. So
5: even though I think the storytelling point of we're gonna send Chewy and Lando out to, I don't know, go campaign for three hours and then bring the galaxy back. I think that was uh, weak and lazy. And might be you know, less time than that. Like, oddly enough, we need another hour of movie to make that better. Uh th- when all of those ships came up, that little girl like she kicked me
6: so many times. <laughs> she
5: was so excited. I don't know this person, but she was just like punching and, Yeah, like it was, you know, it like it was honestly one of the best like 10-pole uh, movie experiences ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to, to feel the joy, and that's why I don't want. I hope you know, ten year olds don't listen to your show. Um, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I I, never, I don't want to make anyone dislike this movie. It
2: is good to remember that at the end of the day, a lot of kids are going to watch this movie yeah. and like really.
1: This is love their it. Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So for that, I'm so happy for them. Like, I'm glad that I'm glad that little girls get to watch a Star Wars where women are doing really cool things and there's yeah. more than um, Leia and Mon Mothma <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and yeah. some Twi'leks in the background. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I... I, I us, us, like, complaining or, you know, critiquing things does not take away from that. Right. Being it comes important.
3: from a place of love, but it's...
6: Exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: That's, why, that's why I don't feel quite
5: as bad about dogging on this movie, even though I don't want to be lumped in with those people that dog on Last Jedi. Because it's like... Those dregs. (laughs) the (laughs) The, (laughs) dregs. Because I don't think... The
2: the scum and villainy. (laughs) I I think
5: now, we've said it a couple times, but I think now, unfortunately, all three of these Star Wars movies are inconsistent and um, uh, sort of worse for wear. Um, I I don't know what it looks like in another universe of if Disney trusted... Was it... um, the guy that did Lost World, which both those movies suck shit, so <laughs> I can't imagine that his version was good. But, Colin Trevorrow, yeah, Colin Trevorrow. Oh Thank you. yeah, yeah. they said Favreau. I was like, and I was like, excuse me, um, <laughs> like, that doesn't sound. I, right. I wish. I just wish Disney would take better chances. I think they did say that. Uh, uh, I think a, a woman is either writing or directing the Obi-Wan movie or series, excuse me. I am really looking for forward Obi-Wan to the series. Oh yeah. That'll like I they can do interesting things by rehashing stuff. You know, Mandalorian is just like a more interesting, you know, Boba Fett type thing because they didn't want to do the Boba Fett show <laughs> they want to do. But they still like all the things that everyone was afraid of about Boba Fett, they leaned into. He doesn't take his helmet off, he doesn't mm-hmm. talk that much. Um, so and it, was fine. and it was fine. It was fine. It was Cool, interesting.
0: Um, And they're doing a a Kevin Feige uh, Star Wars movie or trilogy. I'm not sure. Yeah, Mm. and I
5: think Ryan Johnson is still doing his trilogy. I don't. Mm -hmm. I think I heard that. How
2: much Star Wars are we getting?
5: DB uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss. Oh God, they They got
3: they got taken off.
5: Yeah,
2: they they
1: did. Because they said they didn't want to do it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I think they, they probably got yelled at enough for Game of Thrones and they're tired of getting yelled at. <laughs> like, I'm
5: just going to go count my money. <laughs> yeah, maybe Could just be, go yeah. like
2: dive into your pile of money and yeah. stop making things <laughs> for a little bit. Maybe um, maybe like read a book. Wh- one thing books.
5: that kind of bummed me out uh, is that they have infinite money and they couldn't solve the problem of how do we switch focus from making Leia a big part of this movie. And I think mm-hmm. so many of the scenes... With Leia, you just feel like they're like, all right, we have this cutout scene where Carrie Fisher says this. So
2: <gasps> It did feel a little bit like let's... that. <laughs> L- like a soundboard. Never
3: underestimate a droid.
5: Yeah. yeah. So I- I'm kind of, I kind of want to get your guys' opinion. Do you think it would have been better to kill her off screen? Do you think it would have been better to, you know, like, I-, I don't necessarily like arguing about the movie we didn't get or backseat directing, but I do definitely feel like. Th- th- this felt weird. So, like, I
1: want, what's your guys' thoughts on the whole how they played around Carrie Fisher? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they played it fine, considering like everybody in the whole world watching this movie knows she died, Yeah, right? <laughs> and so they were working with what they had. That made a few things feel disjointed. But you're right;
0: it there been were worse. some things they it, couldn't solve. It could have been
2: way worse. It could have been
1: worse.
0: It could have been a lot worse. It's an unenviable position because I mean, I think. Ah, uh, Ryan Johnson was, you know, basically when she died, you know, right after the filming of Last Jedi, you know, right. he could have decided <laughs> to let's let's change everything and kind of let her die in that scene where she, you know, was ejected. Wasn't that
2: movie already out?
0: She died before it came out.
1: They, they, like, she should thing, have, she probably should she probably have. Died. Died. She
2: They should have just let her die in that way. It
1: was while Rogue One was in the theater. Oh,
2: that's what it was. Okay. Because I
1: saw Rogue One, and it was after she died.
2: Okay. Yes. But it was that, still in theaters. Yes, yeah. that makes sense.
3: Yeah,
5: it was like six months later or something like
0: that. Yeah, so Ryan Johnson could have made a different decision and then, you know, we probably wouldn't have had this problem and it would have been the Luke show. <laughs> that was the one thing that they did. I mean, the first right. movie was Han, the second Ugh. movie is Luke, and the third one is supposed yeah. to be Leia. And,
2: it, and I'm sad that that couldn't come to fruition like it it could have.
1: Yeah, but she, in the scene she has, she definitely steps up and I don't think it feels too terribly unnatural. Right, but I, again, I kind of...
5: Feel like they maybe should have killed her
1: sooner, but
5: I do think that I know a
2: lot of people were, were like, "Did you really have her like die for to like turn her son from the dark side?" Like, yeah.
1: I'm I'm okay with that.
2: I didn't really understand the mechanics of how that happened exactly, but
1: she brought Han Solo back to life for um, five seconds or whatever. No, I have no idea. That was supposed to be her force projecting to
0: to Kylo.
2: Okay. It
3: wasn't. It wasn't very different from how Luke ended up dying, in the sense that. Well,
2: that's you know what that's true. That's true.
3: Right. 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 Yeah. And yeah th- that's
2: definitely. It's def- That is definitely not like my critique of the movie. Like, right. The way that was dealt with personally. Right.
5: I. Th- I think you know. Even though I think Chewbacca should have died, um, <laughs> he should be dead. Die, Chewie! Die. <laughs> the, no. uh, Chewbacca, you know, is the best sort of. He got, glue of this. He of got crushed
6: by a moon in the. <laughs> he should have. I did.
5: know. I know, right? Uh, but like, he's such a the he's he's the glue of this trilogy. So I think he should have been Gluba. Gl- Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he should have been given more to do for a character that doesn't speak, you know, English yeah, or whatever. Did. But that being said, like just having him react to the death of Leia, like, was, no. you know, that was sort of what I was going into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, we, Jennifer and I watched The Force Awakens and Last Jedi right before I went and watched this. Yeah. And one of the things that kind of sticks with me so much is the, is Chewbacca's story. Uh, like, where everyone else is able to move on and die, he keeps living. He's, like, oh, 250 that's years that's old. so sad. <laughs> and I remember seeing this uh, little comic of, you know... Ben Solo going to Jedi school and then being sad and not knowing how to control his anger. Meanwhile, his mom and dad are fighting all the time. And it's just Chewbacca sitting with him as he's getting older. And then it's a picture of Chewbacca all by himself. <gasps> because, oh, you know... My heart! For some reason, even you know after Force Awakens, the story of Chewbacca kind of, like, hit me deeper than the story of Han Solo. Because Han Solo was always sort of like... A, a, an asshole. Yeah. You know, a lovable one. A uh, scoundrel. A scoundrel. <laughs> he was,
2: will. yeah. He, yeah. A...
5: So that all I would say is like, I was glad that we had more, quote unquote, acting uh, of Chewbacca getting to react to the death of Leia,
1: but kind of wish it happened earlier. And at least he got that medal at the end, right? Oh,
5: my God. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was until someone tweeted about it. I was like, what the that fuck is this? That was totally
2: oh. a
1: fan service moment.
2: Like, just like the good old days
5: yeah every 13 <laughs> minutes in this movie it 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 looks at you makes eye contact through the camera is like do you guys like this do you like <laughs> this <laughs> this
2: is a, this is a reference
3: that's that's very that's very jj abrams though yeah
2: mm-hmm.
3: we have not yeah, reminded true. the audience enough that this it, it, is a star course, Wars
5: movie yeah cuz jj jj J. J. abrams will serve you like he'll go on, he'll creep onto like your past Grubhub orders and bring over like <laughs> I brought you Thai food with a side of egg roll and a
0: delicious pizza because you like that, right? Like, Well, yes, I do. Like, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, now I feel this like rules. garbage.
2: Thanks, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it now, but
0: thanks. I feel like I feel like uh, I liked JJ's style better in uh, in The Force Awakens because it was yeah. more yeah. subtle yeah. of those mm. kind of things. Not, not just staring you in the face.
2: The so Force Awakens is a fun movie. And like, it's we, not
5: just a fun movie. It's it's so tightly made
2: it's really it, well paced it
5: feels like a wonderful action roller coaster mm-hmm. where they're bringing characters together introducing conflict and s- switching between scenes in such a masterful way like even if it that's that's why I don't give a shit that it's more or less the new hope and it, the only thing I don't like is every you know a newer a new, hope. the newest hope <laughs> is like every 14 minutes they're like look how big our Death Star is um, like I'm that.
2: I'm looking at J.J. Abrams' wiki right now, and he did writing for Armageddon.
6: <laughs> hell yeah!
2: What the hell? I loved that movie as a youth. I don't want to close my eyes. That was my <laughs> shit
5: as a, as a youth. So he, as we say, he makes really good shit a lot.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: He was a producer. Of Cloverfield, good movie. It's good.
1: Sh- it is good shit <laughs> until you
3: think about it, but it's still shit. Yeah just, <laughs> yeah, just don't. Sorry, can I can I say the thing that I liked about the movie? Please. Sure. I think we we went on it. We digress. It's it's kind of two things. So we kind of I I kind of already mentioned it. So it's it kind of feels like in a way two movies in one. Yeah. So one, mm-hmm. of the, it's it's kind of a compliment to the movie because the second time I saw it, after having gotten all of the whole plot stuff out of my head from the first time I saw it, was. There's a lot that happens in this movie and that makes it enjoyable because there's a lot of you get while I didn't like that it came in here you get the Poe backstory, story you get mm-hmm. you know, four or five different planets that you're on maybe six geez. Um, you get you get bits and pieces of all these other characters you do get new people introduced in the world sure we're still seeing some of our old favorites but it's you, it, it it it's a very very much like and it's only two hours and 20 minutes. I really expected it to be longer. I expected it to be like a three-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, it
6: could have been. <laughs> it goes,
3: it goes quickly, even if you have to go to the bathroom, maybe you don't get out of your seat because, <laughs> oh, oh crap, something else is happening right now. Yeah. And I, I don't want to
1: miss this. Oh, no, I left to go to the bathroom for sure. <laughs> Twice. Pete hates movies. <laughs> but I love th- cinema bathrooms. They're great. The, 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 one, the one thing that was
3: consistent the first time I saw it, the second time I saw it. Was that visually? This is probably the best-looking Star Wars movie I've ever seen. There's so much to to look at and say, like, "Wow, I can't believe they did that." Wow, that look—it looks so real, even though yeah. I know it's CG.
0: Yeah, everything except Exegol. Hmm. A-
3: Exegol is—I mean, you know, anytime you just have—and the same with same with Ice World Three is that <laughs> it, when it's dark or whatever, it's you don't really—it doesn't pop as much. Yeah. But there's still a lot of other things to look at in, the, like, when, um, I, I can't remember if it was Tim or Jennifer brought up the, the when you look, when Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are having their, their Force date. Mm-hmm-hmm. And the camera's kind of spinning around, and you see both the characters. Yeah. The, in the background, you see both the interior of the Star Destroyer, and you see the planet yeah. kind of, like, morphing together. Yeah, that's and very, very cool. And it looks so... Awesome. Yeah. My my mind was able to interpret it, but it shouldn't have made any sense. But it was it was so good.
5: Right. And you couldn't tell, like, are they are they seeing this? Are they doing this for us? Regardless, this this all looks good.
3: I think I think we know they don't they don't see it because then he would have instantly known where she was. Right. But like we we the audience see it because we want to see them existing in the same world and that world kind of blends together. What they right. see is like when she cuts open the the jug or whatever, and you see the the beads or the oh, like, berries spill out, and then he sees the um the Darth Vader helmet. Yeah, we so like that. That's the kind of level that, <laughs> that that they coexist on their level, but from an audience perspective, it looks so great to see those things. Yeah. So that's that's my that's, that's the thing I like the most.
5: <laughs> I feel like it should win. No, it should it should be nominated for Academy Award just because uh, for editing because I think there's so much they're they're doing a lo- I think there's just the movie is too overstuffed that they can't win for it. But then again, if the Bohemian Rhapsody movie won, who goes?
3: I think they can win for visual effects. Yeah.
5: Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just that slug at the beginning, my good friend the yeah. slug in the beginning, you know. Oh, oh I hello. love that
2: dude. That yeah, he was dude. great. <laughs>
0: Cartoony slug. <laughs> But I love him. He's good. When you when you said what you were saying, Matthew, my, my thought wasn't, this isn't the best Star Wars, but this is the
1: most Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> there is definitely the, the most Star wars that happens in this movie. That kind of ties into the thing that I like about the movie, too. It's just that, you know, I really like to go back and see all of the characters coming up again. I mean, I knew what Billy D. Williams looks like now, so it wasn't a big shock. Yeah. I saw him like five years ago or something. But he was also in the preview, too. Again like the things you see in the preview
3: you know they're going to see the darth the darth star the death star ruins
2: ah, the darth star
3: you know
0: you know <laughs> i like the darth star it's like the Swedish yeah. chef would say it the darth star yeah.
3: you know that's going to happen you know billy d's is billy d williams is flying the um uh millennium falcon falcon at some the point falcon uh and yeah. you know that uh, palpatine's in it I mean, yeah. the, the Palpatine thing isn't really, a, at that point, it's not a spoiler, because it's the first thing you see in this crawl. Did that yeah. so that it, You know, whatever.
1: I didn't really see any of those previews, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was, I was trying not oh, to. Oh, really? Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, You didn't for play sure. Fortnite either, huh?
0: No? Okay. Whatever.
1: <laughs> 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 Believe it or not, I didn't. Well, I thought, I thought the, uh, the part where all of the, just the... Joe Schmoe, plebeian uh, proletariat from the galaxy, shows up to fight the thousand Death Star Destroyers. Definitely elicited an emotional reaction from me. As I get older, I find that's happening more often in movies, but that's I mean, I think shit like that's drugs, you know? I
6: think
3: (laughs)
2: think they got me. I think it it just
1: works. Because we we like to think that when the time
3: is... When we're at our most desperate, that people will step up and do the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, people are still good, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's an election year. Go vote.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. So there's that. But in a bigger sense, I feel like this movie did kind of offer a, a good... And to, you know, problems that it had, sure, in this most recent trilogy. But it offers a good end to all three of the trilogies. I think the whole story that started at the very beginning. Um, and I get it's a little bit episodic for what I'm saying right now. But it gives all of the characters kind of their, you know, puts them into their final resting places. Do you feel like it's it's wrapped up? This this chunk of films? Yes, I feel like there's nothing more to say in this general You know, all of our main characters are dead or else Lando hitting on his daughter that he just met. <laughs> and uh, other than that, and Chewie and gets his medal. Yeah,
5: well, I think more important than that, Palpatine's finally gone.
1: Yeah, thank God for that. We won't see him What's again. What's gonna
0: happen to all those Snokes
1: in the tank? Oh, Snoke tank. Oh my God, oh. what did happen
2: to them? They probably
5: got crushed by a
1: rock. That's the n- <laughs> didn't Exegol blow up or something? No.
2: That's the next bad guy. Like, Snoke's back and there's 20 of him. <laughs> his giant
1: floating rock house is cool. Wait, you mean Palpatine didn't die and then Exegol Crumbled around him.
5: <laughs> I think that uh, th- just taking it from the Palpatine arc, you know, uh, nineology. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like, yeah, he he's gone. Therefore, we can have Ray so, go to tattooing.
2: So here's a question: What the <laughs> fuck is next in the world of these characters? Like, what it, what happens now when the big bad's gone? Well, rebuilding.
3: In 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 my mind, the perf the perfect next movie or set of movies is it is it doesn't even have to be a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away it can be much more recent i want i kind of want a like almost a reset like yes it is the star wars universe but we don't need to to anchor ourselves on the characters that already exist okay. you can keep you can keep organizations and you can keep Planets. I was never going sure to be like, give him fucking cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. have those <laughs> freaking hollow communicators.
5: Yeah, but all their technology sucks.
2: It's so weird. Yeah, I I was saying this on on buddy buddies. Like when you like you know Star Wars, Star Trek. Star Trek is clean, and Star Wars is dirty. Like, yeah. yeah, the universe of Star yeah. Wars is it's just constantly covered in dust.
1: Star Wars is a bunch of like future technology that's made out of like 70s Radio Shack shit.
6: <laughs> yeah yeah the, exactly. the
1: stuff the stuff you see in the original trilogy under the Old
3: Republic is very much like the peak of technology for all of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. and then and then the Empire happens. There's a monopoly on the companies, and they are doing no more innovation. They're just oh, recycling God. all the old stuff. Oh. <laughs> shut up! Shut up. up! The <laughs> only the only thing they're doing is building more compact giant death lasers.
6: Oh, my oh God. Matthew!
1: Why- <laughs> And God bless them for it. That's what oh, we need. I
3: love them. They're job creators. They're yeah. job creators.
1: <laughs> they cut every social program so that they could build more desks. No, stars. the
3: most social program they have is when you are born, you are conscripted as a swim <laughs> yeah. Trooper. It's a job for everybody. You oh, know?
1: good. So you have a career I path.
2: A- I need a friggin' drink.
1: <laughs> I think the next movie should focus on all the heroes from the Star Wars trilogy that are still alive. Um, adjusting to their desk jobs yeah. and oh, doing yeah. it just poorly. <laughs> very poorly Lazy
3: Ridley it. trying to spread the word of the Jedi
5: yeah
1: right <laughs> on the street corner Ray
2: becomes a vigilante superhero well no at <laughs>
5: least this the ending to this isn't as bad as the epilogue of Harry Potter where, oh god they're all
2: doesn't, married doesn't, yeah Harry Ray has not become
5: a space cop
2: Harry Potter's
5: a cop <laughs> 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 oh yeah Ray oh god could you imagine if Ray just had a baby and it's like come along and it's Ben's. Ben, Palpatine, Chew- Qui-Gon, <laughs> Chewbacca, <Ben>. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, nice. you
6: know,
5: Fred, no, it's Fritz. No, but we don't mean be like fucking Ben Hux, Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. we were Hux got- Snoop. Go- <laughs> I oh, remember Hux. Remember when he got fucking murdered? I'm the spy. <laughs> I'm the
1: spy. <laughs> Sorry, I got so mad about Hux. I I grew to like I Hux, did too. and uh, then he got yeah. shot like seconds I later. I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. And then blasted thirty seconds later. Damn,
2: <laughs> that was another one that I, I think I think online fan fiction people were probably mad about that too because they for sure ship. Kylo and Hux very hard I th-
5: online. I think Hux is an interesting thing because I think that certain people. Oh, I brought you a candy. i completely forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> two hours ago.
2: Oh, um, <laughs> I'm a candy real I was quick. like, what
5: the fuck is in my pocket? Uh, <laughs> oh, is
2: this, this is melted. <laughs> yeah, it's been in my pocket as I'm, as I'm screaming. <laughs> my moist Andy's, <laughs> Andy's mint. <laughs> um, I think people who
5: make movies like this want us to look at evil bad guys and, and respect them more than we do, make them more. Uh, like statuesque than the good guys, right? The good guys are human. The bad guys are perfect and unassailable and can't be da da da. So like, except
2: for hooks,
1: <laughs> but they're also Nazis, unfortunately. Do you,
3: do you think that they were trying with these movies to make? And I'm not gonna, I'm not going to say that the the Marvel universe did it did it well, but the idea of having a a bad guy that you can relate, or that like they're they kind of make sense, like what they're trying to do, like because that's that's there there was a little bit of that I feel like in 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 the whole first order, but at the same time, you know they're still space Nazis.
1: Yeah, they're Nazis. I, I don't know that they had a whole lot of things.
5: Well, <laughs> well, they're not even Nazis. Well, I mean, there are Nazis, but they're space neo Nazis. But they're like space they're
2: very na- fascist. That's they're for sure.
5: Space Nazi terrorists because they just blow shit up Mm -hmm. they're never like oh we should use this for resources you know like hitler didn't bomb paris because he thought it was beautiful
3: (laughs) whereas like you know the
5: The
2: first order's like fuck it
1: the first order would have bombed paris (laughs) yeah right
3: but but like but, Ky- but Kylo Ren was like, I can't be a Jedi because I know that the Jedi are a bunch of hypocrite, bunch of hypocrites. I gotta go do my own thing. I got my bro Hames, the Knights of Ren. They're gonna come with me. We're gonna burn this shit down and start it over and do it in our image, just like Darth Vader wanted. Wow.
1: <laughs> the Knights of Ren were kind of worthless yeah. in this whole trilogy. Yeah, they They're only the only thing they did was fight fucking their boss at the end and he mopped the floor with it.
3: Yeah, d- so they were supposed to also be like Jedi in training but they don't have lightsabers? Yeah,
2: they got
1: like axes and stuff.
3: I don't think we ever knew what they're
2: Those are pretty is. cool though, I yeah. will say. They didn't even uh, have
3: I, vibro swords or vibro Yeah, and like whatever. part of their
5: armor was like, oh, this guy killed a death trooper and shit
3: like that. Um, oh, it, But they do, th- so they do have the vibro knives in Mandalorian, which I love.
2: Yeah. I like that a oh, lot. Oh my That's god. A good yeah, yeah, that was cool shit.
5: I was just thinking about like, you know, what movie would have ruled It we're talking about how there's no bad guy. What if this movie was, Oh shit. Kyle, we have to, we have to, Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren and them going one by one through the Knights of Ren and fighting them on some new cool planet that like actually made sense. Like we that, to, that could have been, that could have
3: been a series. That could have been like a TV series.
2: Um, <laughs> I have a Kylo great idea, combat. Guys.
1: <laughs> Kylo combat.
2: I think that the Knights of Ren should have like had introductory songs yes. like Cats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm night number three, and I'm gonna kill ye. No, 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 no.
3: I'm I'm Darth
5: Terriblius. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should have all before they fought uh, Ben should have been like should have like soliloquied monologued at him yeah. as he rolled his eyes and yeah shit like that.
2: yeah exactly.
3: And they and How say, dare how dare you, Kylo Ren, betray me? This,
0: this would all be like ripe for a Reggie <laughs> spaceballs ish <laughs> parody if there was anybody that was funny enough to oh, do it. Yeah, right. Mel Gibson. We're calling. Mel Gibson,
1: (laughs) Mel Brooks. Oh
5: no! (laughs) Jesus Christ! Sorry, my spicy
1: water got to me. The switch for more money. (laughs) Too much
5: blue
3: milk. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Gotta drink it right from the teeth.
6: Oh man!
5: Well, before it gets pasteurized. It just feels like they're literally setting up for other stuff, you know. So, like, Mike, Mm. you even say like, "Oh, someone else to do." Like, no, it feels like. Disney is setting it up for someone to set up the. Like when they ask Lando, like, yo, how the fuck did you do this? Like, oh, I'll tell you later. Which is like, oh, buy the comic book in stores. Oh, yeah, you know, totally, totally. Or come into Disney Plus and. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. I- I think we've 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 kind of talked the movie. No, I have my beef still. <laughs>
2: oh no. Oh yeah, what was your one beef that you were the talking?
3: The big beef. Oh, you haven't said that yet. Okay. So this is so this this is something it 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 bothered me in the first thing, the first time I saw it, but I only, I really latched on to it this time cuz no I I listened to a couple of takes on the movie and uh-huh. nobody talked about it. So they get the the spy that The initial spy, the transmission that they get on the Millennium Falcon before they do all that light speed jump and stuff. Uh, they say, oh, you have, we have 24 hours to figure out where Exegol is and take out the final order before they come and get us all. Yeah. So first off, the entire movie takes place then in 24 hours. I will say that after, after they determine that Chewbacca is dead, or at least they think he's dead... They say they have 8 hours left. Yes. That's 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I I did a timeline walking from the theater to the car talking talking it through with Molly. So they're on Pasana, the 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 planet with the the desert planet for that world. From there, they go to Kajimi and they get C-3PO's memory reset. Uh-huh. They go to the Death Star. They get off the Death Star. They go to they go to Moon of Endor to get the thing, the MacGuffin. Oh, yeah. They crash land on Endor Moon because the the uh, landing gear's not working. So they repair the Millennium Falcon. She steals <laughs> Kylo Ren's ship, goes to Jedi Planet, burns it, <laughs> then goes to Exegol... While they go to Jungle Planet, they go from Jungle Planet. They figure out that the droid has the map to get to Exegol, but it doesn't matter because Rey's giving them her position anyway. <laughs> uh, they go to Exegol while Lando is going and rounding up all of the universe to go help <laughs> them out. They all get to Exegol in an eight-hour period before before all of them leave. Yeah, what's the problem? So what I'm saying what I'm saying is. A lot happens in this movie, and I, I, I really am worried that, one, I'm worried we you get more of this, but I'm even more worried that nobody, like, did some quality control on this. Why didn't
1: they just not mention the time?
0: They didn't need the time. <laughs> yeah, they did not need the time at all.
2: If
1: you don't mention the time, Finn doesn't need to say, "Ray, I have to tell you something right before they die, and they just never bring it up. Yeah,
2: yeah that's not necessary at all.
1: <laughs> and then why wouldn't he tell her? He's like, oh, now I'm shy about it. I mean, if he, if he was going to say, I like you, then I get it. But... No, that's
2: obviously what they're implying. They're, they're trying to make you think it's that, I think.
1: The, 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 it's
3: really just... Because time has always kind of been weird in, in Star Wars, because, you know, they're of light speed and right, hanging right, out right. and playing space chess in the Millennium Falcon while you're going from point A to point B. Well,
5: yeah, I mean, they've confirmed that bl- uh, laser blasters fought, go as fast as it takes to get across the screen. It, they, it goes as fast as it needs to, to make the scene better. So Mm -hmm. they, it doesn't follow any science and it never has and it never will and that's good. That's fine. It's better from the
3: movies. It's, it's just kind of, it's one of those things where I, I get worried that the next set of movies is either going to fall in the same trap. Hopefully they learn a lot from these three movies but like, to put that movie it almost feels like it was rushed in a way because they put the mm. movie out and we're already in sitting here and listen and we didn't even cover everything that people were complaining about. Mm. Right. There was, it just seems like there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like they they plucked it off of a, a a tree of different ideas that they could throw in the movie, put it in, but they didn't connect all the dots. Yeah. Or, there was there yeah. wasn't somebody worrying about the continuity. Right, and and not even of the three movies, of this one movie. Yeah, they like, need
2: another editing pass. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: oh I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I think I think it's it's something that if everything had been coherently done all along the three movies, it would have been less of a problem here. Right. It was just very apparent in this movie because so much was trying to be accomplished in the one. Right. Movie. But
5: the, it's just like it just is. It's so depressing that we we sort of hold folks up as artists who probably deserve their multi, 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 multi-millions of dollars. And then you when you see them <laughs> have to like solve a problem, they just fucking can't. Yeah.
6: Like <laughs>
5: apparently, like I've heard that JJ said himself, I am bad at ending things. I've heard that Well he's...
6: then make a friend that <laughs> yeah. is good at ending things. <laughs> yeah.
5: Give give it to someone else. Yeah, you have eighty five million billion dollars, pay a thousand pe pay them the a thousand geniuses
3: to solve your problem.
2: Give it's- <laughs> me $100 and I'll help you.
3: <laughs> Make them kiss. So this is this is, this goes back to the like what's the last thing you saw that had like a really good satisfying ending that ended really well. Knives out.
2: Knives out. Knives but out. Is one a mo- perfect one movie,
3: movie. One movie, one movie. I mean like a TV series or Oh. And, and, and so but again like the that was one person who kept everything together. Yeah, cuz yeah. Endgame is the result of 23 other movies. Holding it up, and and us, the the the, right. the audience I mean, buying into it,
5: right, right. But but endgame is because it's like this shouldn't have existed. How do they? <laughs> but game it's like on the opposite. It's like it's so expensive. Right.
3: Was it was it was it a was it a random chance that it happened and it worked, or was it carefully planned out?
5: I mean, I don't know. Because like so I've, much of the planned out was like, can you fucking throw a hammer at the end of your movie, in, please. <laughs> Can you have like a spaceship? Right, and and that's how it started, but it kind of it built up to it as well. But there's so few like plot points that carry through. It's mostly just where are the Infinity Stones?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: What's Loki up to?
0: Which is kind of except kind of what the Lord of the Rings is. Where's the Hobbit?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they were the stars. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I did appreciate they put a Hobbit in this movie, though. God damn it! <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
5: No matter what I can say about whatever stylistic thing, I do love JJ's. Cameos, uh, whenever the I cameos
2: see are very good. My dude,
5: uh Gray Groomberg, whatever his name is. When I'm seeing him, I'm hollering. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Who apparently he's supposed to be like Wedge's like grandson or son or nephew or hmm. something. And love child. Where was the Gray Groomberg Wedge Antilles reunion? Tearful after Gray Groomberg <laughs>
0: died is my question. God damn it. And I appreciated they got flipping wicked in here. You know what?
3: This is the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened. I'm feeling really positive about it. <laughs> what he said
0: anyway all right well i think now now that that uh, matthew has aired his grievance (laughs) uh, it's time for us to take a break yes we'll come back and we'll do our verdict
2: ah this is nice the first order is destroyed the galaxy is at peace balance is restored to the force and now me and bb8 are just going to relax and enjoy a little us time ray that sounds great. Yeah, you deserve it, kid. Oh, I mean a little me, BB-8, Luke, and Leia time.
4: I think you mean a little Luke, Leia, BB-8, and me time, dear. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you did. Um,
2: guys, I- I'm really glad you're here and all, but how long do you think things are gonna be like this?
0: Oh, not very long at all. Oh. Good. Because we invited a whole
4: bunch of other Jedi Force ghosts, and that's them! Whee! Hey Yoda, first to the party as usual, I see. Mmm, beer o'clock it is. And, uh, Yoda,
5: did you get that stuff I asked for? No,
4: those the Tashi Station was. So burglarized them, I did. Mmm!
5: Oh, right. Some power converters!
4: What the hell are you gonna do with a bunch of power converters?
1: Whatever the hell I want. You only die once. Well, I think Emperor Palpatine would disagree with you there. Dad! Dad.
2: <sighs> I'll just go and put away my book then. What's up? I brought
1: my buddies Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon with me too.
2: Obi-Wan! Give me
4: some right here!
3: Don't try it, Luke. I have the high ground. Also, high fives don't really work so well anymore, but the gesture is appreciated. And
4: oh, thanks for bringing Qui-Gon, I guess.
2: I see black and white with the. Saloon piano soundtrack playing in a title card displaying his words after he's done talking.
4: Oh,
3: that's because Qui-Gon was a pioneer of the forced ghost phenomenon back from when it all started. As you can see, techniques have improved over the years.
6: But
1: enough about that. How's my grandson Ben still giving you and Han trouble, Leia? A bit.
4: He killed Han with a lightsaber, and I died trying to turn him from the dark side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that is a story I'd love to hear. Over a
5: drink! Several hours later... Well, Ray, how are you
4: enjoying the party?
2: It's awful! All I wanted to do tonight was relax with a bath and some candles, read my book a little bit, maybe do a little heavy weapons training in the backyard, but now...
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: now I'm cleaning up a little green ghost vomit from my laundry hamper. I didn't even know that they could vomit! Mm.
4: Always two there are. A lightweight and an economy-sized bottle of cheap vodka.
2: Mmm! Well, there's actually more than that, because Qui-Gon just passed out from too many gin fizzes and smashed through my front door. But look who's out there. It's Ben. Ben Solo.
4: Oh, right. I invited him. I figured he's overdue for a family reunion.
1: Come here, son. Now, please, dear daughter. Don't be too hard on him for turning to the dark side. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. And please,
5: try not to say anything about all his war atrocities and planet-destroying. We don't want him to feel unwelcome.
2: Uh, hey-hey, Ben. Uh, I see you're only about ten percent visible, and you can't speak. The perfect man! (laughs) (laughs) General Leia, please. Anyway, I'm sorry about how things turned out. Uh, oh-oh, you're miming something. Uh, sorry, the lighting is dim in here. Okay, four words. Uh, first word. I. Second word. Love. Ooh, uh... Oh, Ben, I think I know what you're trying to say. I love you, too. Oh, oh wait. Third word is... two. I love... Too? That was, uh, unexpected. Fourth word is... Okay, you're doing a super white dance. Kind of like a cha-cha, but I think I'd take your meaning.
4: Hey, everybody, Ben loves to party!
6: woo woo
1: Hey, Luke, let's get those power converters going. You've got it.
6: Well, uh, I think
2: this would be a good time to turn in. I'll just head to my room, close the door, and jam 20 pillows against my ears in the hopes that everyone will pass out soon.
4: Hey, who wants to play Edward Blue Milk Hands? Right after I do this moisture evaporator bong.
0: Obi-Wan's gonna do a keg stand. Woo! Now is the moment that you've all been waiting for, where we decide if the movie Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, is sacred. Bovina
1: Sanctorum. Or if it should be put out to pasture.
6: Bovina (laughs) Sanctorum.
1: Guests,
0: we always offer you the first shot at deciding whether the movie is sacred or not. So which one of you is brave enough to go first on this one? Tim's brave.
2: I'm looking at Tim. (laughs)
5: <laughs> uh not
2: sacred. Boom. Dog shit. Done. Really? <laughs>
5: <Boom>. Dookie movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Shoot. That was so- it's not just a bad. That was so it's, a, harsh. it's a poorly made movie <laughs> that is the canary in the coal mine for our uh overly uh mega corporate uh capitalistic uh, uh lowest common denominator uh Meal nutrition paste food that we're it's, getting. This to. is a <laughs> dopamine shot so to your brain. Soylent, to me. soylent. <laughs> soylent Luke. Yeah, exactly. This is cotton candy on top of protein paste. <laughs> that being said, a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait to watch it again. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. <Damn. laughs> Dookie me. Can't Ooh. wait to watch it again. All right. Absolute wow. shit. Going next week. I love sugar. <laughs> yeah,
0: who volunteers for next?
2: I <laughs> would say that I'm. Gonna give it sacred with big caveats, being that I think that this movie, I'm glad that kids get to watch this movie. That's I'll true. say that <laughs> for the um, kids. because they're not going to be upset by the stuff that we're talking about. Kids love sugar, and Ray's cool. <laughs> I'm glad she exists. Yeah, right? I'm glad that Finn exists and kids get to see him. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. If, if for myself, uh less so but I'm glad that it exists in general
1: all right cool
3: I I'm gonna go ahead and no no surprise uh this movie is not sacred to me light like, like Jennifer I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a little bit like <laughs> I've done everything else I'm gonna be like JJ I'm gonna steal a little bit from everybody else's stuff <laughs> I am glad I am glad we live in a world where we get Star Wars <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. like
3: we're, it, it's new there's 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 stuff I can digest that that is I'm I'm in the zeitgeist of it with everybody else because I lived in a world where that was not the case and I and I longed for it right I'm glad this stuff is still happening I love Mandalorian I think that's sacred I I yeah that's I'm looking forward to an Obi Wan series yeah I I really do want something that we're not we're not hanging our hats on all of this old stuff that was successful. I want something brand new that doesn't, we don't hear the name. You can say Skywalker. I don't care, but I don't need Billy D. Williams. I don't need mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher. I don't need Mark Hamill. I don't need all of the characters that we were introduced to in this trilogy. Give us just, just don't call it a reboot. It's just something else in this universe. I don't care. It could be, it could be now in a galaxy far, far away for all I care, but We can't if if we if if Disney keeps doing this at the film level where everybody really has access to it, because not everyone's going to get Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. it's just going to get worse and worse. And we're going to feel we're going to be finding it harder and harder to defend it. Okay, but this this movie in and of itself, even when you throw it in with everything else, all the other mainline episode movies, I don't think this is a sacred movie.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Okay, Pete, for your very last <laughs> Sacred Cows Tonight verdict.
1: <laughs> Woo! Hell yeah. This is a sacred movie. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is a great, I think no movie is perfect, <laughs> obviously, and definitely no J.J. Abrams movie is perfect, <laughs> but <laughs> this is a good send off for the old characters for Star Wars. This is a fitting, an okay ending for the new characters that this trilogy actually made us care about. Ray and, and Boyega, his name is Finn, there we go. Yeah, that kind of a thing. And this is kind of my funny answer, but this is also my real answer. Just like when JJ's other property uh. Lost finally ended, I was just happy that it was fucking over. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about this one, too. Yeah! <laughs>
2: Damn, I I'm know just that. I'm just glad that this is over. Oh, I
1: feel that. Big, Damn,
2: that's so true. As a big Lost stand back in the day. Oh, yeah.
5: Jennifer and I might be married because of we Lost.
2: We might be married because of Lost. That's true. We, we like hung out and watched Lost together in the fir- and held hands yeah. the first time ever while watching well, Lost, Lost together. Yeah. Isn't that
1: beautiful? So, <laughs> we know. Well, yeah, no, Lost was a great show, but you couldn't wait for it to be goddamn over because it was dragging at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, such of oh, So shout
2: better. out to JJ. We're married because of you.
1: <laughs> Man, and
6: just,
3: just like you guys and Lost, I, if it wasn't for the Greetings Adventures podcast I would not have been married to my uh. wife and I cannot wait for it to be over oh,
6: <laughs> same Matthew <laughs> shit Matthew I'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> kick your ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go Mike what's your verdict on this one I think I this is uh, you guys
6: are Just all hard
1: to follow right now <laughs> so um,
0: tie, you, you're on the tiebreaker tiebreaker there's no tie it's there's two and, three. and, two. It's two and two. Oh, you said this? that's a sacred he did. Yeah. I'm saying this isn't sacred. I I enjoyed yeah. it, but I the the more I've uh, the more I've thought about it, the more problems I had with it. And you're right; it was a dumb, fun. Well, r- stop doing that. <laughs> well, <laughs> just don't think about it, man. It's not gonna. It's not.
3: I don't think it's gonna hold up as a thing. Don't think
1: about it. This is your first,
0: problem. I
2: think me and Pete are on the same wavelength <laughs> here. Just don't think about it.
1: Yeah, I I think the asterisk for mine is ask me again after I see it again. Or another or another two three times.
2: I I know what the answer will be after i see it again i'm in denial <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey
1: man it's 2019 live your list i i can't
0: not do i mean why why did we start this podcast except for you know us sort of doing this you know <laughs> over movies right but. yeah
2: exactly no that's for you, you guys are totally right i, I recognize that <laughs> in my, yeah. my judgment is, is wrong but I, but I, I stand yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm never gonna, I'm not gonna change my mind.
0: I can't really, I can't really, uh, like go any further than all the things that we've said here. I'm, um, uh, will I watch it again? Hell yeah, yeah, I will. I mean, it's part of the Star Wars thing now, for better or worse. Yeah. Uh, is it better than the prequels? Yeah, kinda. Does it make? Yeah, the, it is. Does it make the previous two movies a little worse? I kind of think it does because of the way it's set up and all the, nah, uh, it did to. Uh, last Jedi. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. I still think, I mean, the thing that people on the internet need to realize is that nothing will ever take away your memories of that thing. It can't defeat your childhood
1: unless you make it.
0: That's do right, it, you
1: know, that's God true. damn. Put that on a fucking t-shirt. Yep. that's an important message in this day and age. yeah,
2: just make it like that's the better whatever if if you start just if you type in the word Star yeah. Wars, yeah, that pops up. <laughs> nothing can
5: take away your childhood. yeah.
2: Um, One thing I I forgot to, like, say, like, and I think why I am voting sacred is... Damn! If I didn't feel emotions at the ending when Ray and Finn and Poe all hugged each other. Oh my god!
3: Yeah,
5: that.
2: God was... damn!
3: Absolutely. Gave me
2: big feelings. I love and I love those three characters. I think found they were family. Great.
3: Oh. What What about when C three PO looked back? Is like I'm taking one last look at my friend.
0: Yeah, that was good. It's
3: like it's in the trailer. You know he's gonna say it, but like when he does it, like the, in the context, it's like. Oh,
1: oh my god! My that was that was Tears. another good one. Tears. This movie knew how to manipulate your feelings, right? Oh
3: damn! Right because when you see it you don't know in in
5: 10 minutes it's not gonna matter because in that moment it's fucking c-3po just being like after being clowned on for 20 minutes like i love you guys
2: yeah that was awesome you're a real one shout out to you this just makes me want
0: to have like a hangout show or or something with uh with those three in it or or just more star wars yeah Yeah. oh my god then throw the new movies where you're actually having the war part like far forward in the future and then just have them you know have some life slice of life or whatever you know
5: no more death stars or (laughs) Star there's more who didn't unload the dishwasher
2: (laughs) yeah three Finn Poe and Ray living together on Tatooine yeah
5: finding out that you know Poe wasn't a drug dealer is a misunderstanding misunderstanding yeah the spice must flow okay guys (laughs) yeah Yeah. listen
2: Yeah, spice Mm -hmm. is good actually
5: they reckoned the Force Awakens and the the fucking comic books to be like I guess he's a drug dealer now.
2: Yeah, just, let's not let's not go into it. I, I feel I feel happy again for a second. But he's a
1: drug mule, not a drug That's dealer. That's true. That's true. People got People got to eat. Mike, are you saying not sacred? I'm saying
0: not sacred. Yes, I'm saying not sacred.
1: Well, I hate I hate to have to throw the book at you, but we did in fact say that the prequel trilogy was sacred and (laughs) if you say this movie is better, I think that's the transitive property Mm, of mathematics. I can't remember. um, (sighs) Mm. I'm just kidding. I get it.
0: This world doesn't make any sense. I get it. Uh, the prequel movie was sacred because of the reasons we talked
1: about earlier. But let's not get you want to listen to that episode. That episode
0: <laughs> exists. A, that is
6: a...
1: No, I say we. I say we play it
6: right
0: now
1: <laughs> before we go on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, everybody. The
0: prequel movies are shit, but the st- ideas are good, so it's sacred. Okay, that's the short. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's all good. It'll it's work. all good. I'm just. I'm just busting your chops. <laughs> all right. So final thoughts. Then uh, it's not sacred. Great. Anybody have the last thing to say? It's something they want to get off their chest about this movie before we go to closing. I want more Star Wars. I do want more Star Wars. <laughs> Give me Wars. more.
2: I'm hungry yeah. for it.
1: I was a little worried to hear that some trilogies had gotten canceled after like Solo came out or, or whatever it was. I, yeah.
3: I, I think that's almost, it's a good thing because I think we would have ended up in a worse off place.
5: Yeah,
2: I think Mando That's probably I think true. Mandalorian is making things better hopefully. Yeah,
5: I think that Disney and Lucasfilm needs to get their hands slapped a little bit and only like, earn you better <laughs> 1 billion dollars as opposed to 1.5 billion dollars to hopefully they'll be do better. I hope they learn the right lessons show and them. not the wrong lessons. I feel that like mega studios only learn the, the wrong lessons instead of it's not, oh, we need to take more risks. It's, oh, we need to take fewer risks. Right.
1: So who's to say? That's, yeah, that's not entirely uh, And I think they need to let uh, Takeo Waititi
0: correct direct yes. a Star Wars movie, not just a oh, Mandalorian s- episode. I would <laughs> yes.
2: die. I would yes. be so happy. Yeah. He has
5: to, right? Because he, he directed, like, awesome Mandalorian episodes. Star Wars Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, I, I would that. lose my Damn. entire
2: mind. That.
5: Ragnarok practically is Star Wars in a weird way. Yeah, it kind of is. I can't. I can't stop thinking about it now. Yeah, you've you've put a brain seed into me.
2: Yeah, I'm full of brain worms for (laughs) for Star Wars Ragnarok now.
3: As guardians are just
0: Jedi, pretty much. All right, and with that, I think uh, we'll take a quick break and close the episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this uh, Sacred Cows Tonight episode. It's probably going to be the first episode for a while or, or whatever uh, happens in the future with this show. Um, you know, we'll figure it out. A different show or something. Yeah. We're not leaving the Internet. No, no. Any of us except Pete. You know,
1: he literally is going to bust his <laughs> phone and, and computer when he leaves tonight. <laughs> I have been thinking the Iron Age sounded really nice. I'd like like to Honestly, go to you're that. the smartest
2: person in this group. You should, let's just all log off. Fight. It's better that Instead way. Instead of getting br-
1: irony poisoning, I'm going to make
3: soap.
2: Yeah, I'm going yeah, to get into making swords <laughs> or something.
0: I've always won a hat of a fiefdom.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm with you. Well, yes, Pete. It's been it's been good recording with you off and on for these last fifty two episodes. Most of which were in the first year, but you know we did the, the...
1: five years, fifty two episodes.
0: That's <laughs> so a good tenure there go. right there. <laughs> uh, all, the professional podcasters in the room will tell us
1: we're doing it wrong, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, yeah, it's been fun. You're a great uh, podcast host and showrunner, and uh, I hope you have a lot of success in the podcasting realm in the future. Oh, don't get ahead of yourself. I hope you guys keep talking after this. <laughs> yeah, you guys ever, you still be friends? I will or... never see you again, <laughs> and I'm sorry, <laughs> Good Mike.
2: Best of luck to you in your future ventures.
1: I'll see you at work on Monday,
0: okay?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Like we always do. Well, and, and uh, Matthew... Tim, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on this uh, giant, oversized, uh, <laughs> sort of last-ish episode of Sacred Cows Tonight. Thank
1: thank you for inviting us.
5: Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. It, it means fun. a lot.
1: Yeah, sorry, uh, Tim and M- uh, Matthew, that you had to watch a movie you hate, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, Dang. I watched it twice. <laughs> that's even worse. I'm sorry. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it again when it comes
3: out.
5: I, 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 I don't hate it. I, I there's just so much baggage with this movie that it it becomes more complicated. But we'll
2: definitely we watch it again.
5: Yeah, man. I, I assume I'm gonna watch it several more times and
2: Yeah.
3: I don't want the JJ cut. I don't want him to add any more stuff. I just just leave it as it is. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like it would help. Oh my god. Some of those rumored extra stuff sounds fucking J. J.,
5: bananas. <laughs> cool it. I love it. The movie should have been five hours. Cowards, please.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: My controversial <laughs> opinion is that it should have been two movies and we should have had to A live quadruple. in this hell for another year.
0: <laughs> what do
2: you even call
5: that? Yeah. yeah.
0: Two movies and five endings. Okay. Well, <laughs> with that, um, you can find me on Twitter at White Morph. Uh, you can find Sacred Cows Tonight on Twitter at Sacred Cows Pod. Uh, you can find Pete. Mm, Smoke signals. I just got a book. I'll be reading it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Matthew, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Matthew M. Morris. And Jennifer, Tim.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek.
0: And I'm at Tim Lanning. Okay. And you can find uh, their shows at many different podcast handles if you want to list them all. Otherwise, they're in the show yeah, notes.
2: Yeah. Uh, at at Ask Dear Internet. At D and D podcast, uh, but Bounty Buddy does not have one. You, it doesn't have a Twitter. You can just chat with us about it. I think that's mostly. it. I can't keep track of our podcast anymore.
5: Bounty Buddies, look for it on the podcast. Listen to Green's
0: Adventures. It's on podcasts.
2: Yeah, dear internet, dear also internet It's on podcasts,
3: wherever you get fine
0: podcasts. Geekly
3: Inc. Random Encounters.
0: Yeah, and uh, and uh, with that. Uh, good night everybody from good sacred night. cows tonight moo everybody yeah.
3: moo. moo, this show was bovinus sanctorum Oh, uh,
6: that's so
4: uh... sacred cows tonight is a production of sacred cows tonight executive producers mike and pete sketch portions of this episode were written by pete mike and tim lanning and performed by matthew morris tim lanning jennifer cheek mike and pete all editing and production on this episode is by david stewart Want to tell us how much you love the show? We'd still love to hear from you on our Twitter or sacredcows at
7: herooftheweb.com. That's sacredcows at herooftheweb.com.